It's time to head back to the field for the second half of today's doubleheader. Here's KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. I'm back here at Duncan Field as we get ready for game number two here today. Dakota Wesleyan winning the first ball game over Hastings as they scored three runs in the seventh inning to beat the Broncos by the score of seven to four. So game number two, Hastings now 11 and 10 in the season. More importantly, 0 and 1 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Tigers now 6 and 10 in the season. They're 1 and 0 in conference play. We'll get you the starting lineups here for game number two brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings College this way will be the uh, starters in game number two. Ty O'Brien will lead off. He'll be at second base today. Brandon Utrep will be at shortstop. He'll bat second. Reed Stone will be at third base. He'll bat third. Zach Peterson will be out in center field. He'll bat fourth. Ty Neal will be the left fielder. He'll bat fifth. Lucas Lynn Green will be your first baseman. He'll bat seventh. Luke Christensen will play out in right field here for Hastings in game number two. He'll bat seventh. Drew McGee will be the designated hitter. He'll bat eighth. And then Eric Anderson will be behind the plate. He'll be the catcher. He'll bat ninth. On the mound for Hastings here in game number two is going to be Will Fry. Fry is currently 2-1 and one in the season. His ERA is sitting at 5.46. So Hastings will go with Ty O'Brien, Utrep and Stone, Peterson, Neal, and Lynn Green, Christensen, McGee, and Anderson with Fry on the mound this afternoon or this evening for Hastings College. Starting lines for Dakota Wesleyan, you're going to have uh, basically the same starters as we had in game number one. And why not? They were able to pick up a win, 7-4 over Hastings. Tremaine Moore... Will be the right fielder. He'll lead off. Landon Nugenbauer will be at second base. He'll bat second. Tyler Waddle will be your shortstop. He'll bat third. Jared Nealon will be your left fielder. He'll bat at the number four position. Zach Utak will be the first baseman. He'll bat fifth. Brandon Oral Pisa will be your third baseman. He'll bat sixth. Peyton Price will be the DH here in game number two. He'll bat seventh. Hartman Katz will be. Your catcher, he'll bat the number eight spot, and we'll see Mike Johnson, the center fielder. He'll bat ninth. And the pitcher for the uh, Tigers here in game number two is going to be Patrick Wetland. Wetland has a record of one win and two losses. His ERA is sitting at 6.19. Your signing lines are brought to you by Five Points Bank, now with three locations in Hastings. 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and at 322 North St. Joe. Hastings Five Points Bank, the better bank, member FDIC. Back with the first pitch of game number two, straight ahead on 1230 KHS. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd in Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Again, Dakota Westland winning the first ball game by a score of 7-4. Other action going on uh, in the conference today. Again, a lot of it was wiped out by some overnight rain. Among those, the games between uh, Mount Marty and Midland up in Fremont. Also, the Morningside Doan doubleheader scheduled for today in Crete was postponed until Monday. There is action going on in Sioux City today. Northwestern beat Briarcliff in the first game by a score of 9-6 today. They're playing game number two right now. Dakota Westland again with the lead and the win over Hastings 7-4 in our first ball game today. That's the action going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. There's also action going on in the NCAA basketball tournament. They're now in the second half of game number one tonight. Gonzaga, number one seed. Has got a lead over Xavier by 17 in the second half with about 17 minutes to play in the game. Gonzaga is leading Xavier by a score of 59-42. to And then uh, coming up later on tonight, you'll see uh, the Kansas Jayhawks play Oregon. The other two uh, games going to be played tomorrow, but Gonzaga is underway. They've got the lead over Xavier, 59-42. Kansas and Oregon is coming up next. The Nebraska baseball team, they picked up a win over Cal Poly. First game of two tonight on the West Coast. Nebraska winning by a score of 6-5 to five over Cal Poly. They're getting ready for game number two right now. And you can catch the action from the Huskers over on ESPN 1550 KICS. So we're set to go. Game number two here today between Hastings and Dakota Westland. We're going to see on the mound here for Hastings is going to be Will Fry. As he comes in there to throw for Hastings for trying to salvage a split out of this thing here today, Will Fry. And his overall record is sitting at two wins, one loss on the season. 5.46 is his ERA. He has thrown 29 and two-thirds innings so far for Hastings, giving up 26 hits and 18 runs. All 18 of those earn 21 base on balls. And he has struck out 22. Teams are batting 243 against him. He's a right-handed thrower. So Will Fry is on the mound here for Hastings in game number two. So the Broncos giving up three runs in the top of the seventh inning in game number one. They had a couple of base runners in the bottom half of the inning, but then Dakota Wesleyan turns a double play to get out of the inning. The Broncos drop their conference opener here tonight to the Tigers by the score of 7-4. to four. Mentioned the Fry, who's going to be on the mound tonight for Hastings. He's a kid out of Omaha, but he's a transfer kid from the University of Northern Colorado. In fact, he was not expected to really be a pitcher for Hastings here this season, but the Broncos have had some uh, injuries to some pitchers who are going to chew up a lot of innings for Hastings this year. Some injuries that the guys are not going to be back, so they had to move some things around. And Will Fry is going to be one of the starters for Hastings, and he'll get to start here for the Broncos in the second conference game 
of the season. So we're set to go. Dakota Wesleyan will be up to the plate to begin this nine-inning ball game here. That's the way they do it on the weekends. You play seven the first game, nine the second game, unless that first one went into extra innings, which it did not. So this will be a nine-inning affair between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan in the nightcap. So we'll finish under the lights here tonight after getting off to a two-hour late start here today because of some wet field conditions. Just now starting game number two. There's a strike delivered up there to Tremaine Moore. He's our leading hitter on the team. He's got a count of one ball and one strike to him here to lead off this second ball game here tonight. Next pitch is going to be fouled back to the screen and the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Tip remains at 40 degrees here. And he sings as we get sent for game number two tonight. The wind's blowing out of the north-northeast at about 10 miles per hour, so... Almost identical weather conditions as we had for the opener of uh, game number one. Will Fry, he rocks and fires. Here comes the uh, one-two pitch. It's going to be fouled away into the parking lot. And the count remains at one ball and two strikes. Tremaine Moore started the day with a batting average of 429. In the first ball game, he had a couple of base hits in his four trips to the plate. Had a couple of singles. He had a couple of RBIs as well in his leadoff spot. Will Fry walks, or winds and delivers. Next pitch is in on the ground towards second. Fielded there by Ty O'Brien. He gets it over to first base. That's going to be in time to catch uh, Tremaine Moore. So Moore is throwing out to begin the ball game here. That's going to bring up Landon Nugenbauer next. He's the second baseman. Nugenbauer, he was 0-4-3 in game number one. He flew out to right field. He grounded out once to the third baseman, grounded out again to the shortstop, and he laid down a sacrifice in the seventh inning of play. Takes a strike there on the outside corner, nothing in one. Nugenbauer started the day with a batting average of 250 on the season. So again, the Tigers are sitting at 6-10 and 10 on the season now. Hastings sitting at 11-10. and 10. After the action in the first game, there's a fastball delivered up there right at the knees for a strike, no balls, and two strikes. Hastings had only six base hits in game number one. They got out hit by the Tigers 10 to 6. Dakota Wesleyan had three errors in the ball game. Hastings had one, but that error was a big one in the seventh inning. There's a called third strike right at the knees on the outside corner. Good looking pitch there by Will Fry. And that gets uh, Dugenbauer out of there here in the first inning. The first strike out of the ball game for Will Fry. And that's going to bring up. Uh, Tyler Waddle next. He'll play a shortstop again for Dakota Wesleyan here in game number two. Waddle in the first game. Grounded out once. He struck out once. Had a single, and he reached on a fielder's choice and scored a run. That was in that decisive uh, seventh inning where they scored three runs, so he scored one of the three. He takes a pitch in there for his strike. No balls in one strike. He'll be followed up by Jared Nealon. For the Tigers, here comes the next pitch. It's going to be a fastball outside, one and one account. Yeah, Nebraska beat Cal Poly in game number one today. Out in California, six to five. Game number two will be uh, starting here shortly. And you can catch the action over on ESPN 1550 KICS. There's a high fastball there and a swing and a miss. So Fry sailing along so far here in this uh, first inning of play. He's retired the first two guys that he has faced. 
Right-handed thrower. Again, he's wearing their white baseball pants and their crimson tops here this afternoon. Their black sleeves on this chilly night. Their white baseball caps with their crimson bill. And there's a call and third strike to the outside corner. So Will Fry strikes out two out of the first three guys that he faces here in the first inning. Dakota Wesleyan goes down in order here in the first. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the first with a score. Dakota Wesleyan, nothing. Hastings coming to bat. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Cara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, the Nebraska game underway. The Huskers have taken a one to nothing lead over Cal Poly after the first inning, playing two games today. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow afternoon here at Duncan Field. Action gets underway at 1 o'clock. 12.45 for the pregame show here on 1230 KHAS. Patrick Wetland will get the start for Dakota Wesleyan here in game number two. He has a record of one win, two losses on the season. ERA at 6.19. Wetland has thrown 16 innings so far for the Tigers. 24 base hits, 13 runs, 11 of those earned. Four base on balls, 12 strikeouts. Teams are batting a hefty 381 against him. So Hastings, who can manage only six base hits in the opener. Let's see if we can get our offense cranked up here in game number two to salvage a split here to start the conference season. Hastings playing six straight games here at home to begin the, uh, the conference season before they go on the road next weekend. Broncos will play four games next weekend. So out of the 28 conference games, Hastings will play 10 in the first seven days of the conference season. Ty O'Brien is at the plate here. There's a slow tapper down the third base line. It's going to be in foul territory. Ty O'Brien. Then we'll see a Brandon Utrep and a Reed Stone, the first three guys to come to the plate here for the Broncos in this second ball game. Zach Peterson back in the number four position here. Then we'll see Ty Neal and Lucas Lynn Green, Luke Christensen, Drew McGee, and Eric Anderson. Wrapping up the uh, batting order for Hastings here in the second ball game. There's a high fly ball out to left center field coming on to left fielder and making the catch on the run. That's going to be Jared Nealon. So Ty O'Brien flies out to left field to begin this second ball game. And now Brandon Utrep comes up there next. Brandon Utrep in the first ball game grounded out once. Reached on a base on balls. He grounded out again in the uh, single in the seventh inning. Hastings actually had two base runners on the seventh inning, trailing by three runs, but then Dakota Wesleyan turns a double play and the ball hit by Reed Stone to get out of the inning and to win the ball game. 
High fly ball out to a right center field. Over there is the right fielder, Tremaine Moore, and he makes the catch. Brandy Newtrap flies out to the right fielder, Tremaine Moore. Two up, two down for Hastings here in the first. Reed Stone coming up there next. Reed Stone is the leading hitter for the Broncos this season so far. Start of the day with a batting average of 377. Stone, he had a triple in the third inning, came around to score on a uh, throwing year. So he circled the bases there in the third to drive home some runs. He also flew out to second base. He grounded out to second base and then he hit into the game-ending double play for Hastings in that first ball game. He takes his strike there, nothing and one to the former Sutton Mustang. Here comes the next pitch, a fastball that's going to miss outside and the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Actually, one ball and one strike it should be to Reed Stone. Lights are on here at Duncan. Chilly night, 40 degrees at game time for game number two. Next pitch is going to be fouled back to the screen. That's now one ball and two strikes. Should be better weather conditions tomorrow. Highs are expected around 60 for the Twin Bill against Morningside. The conference favorites in the preseason poll. Morningside will be in town. Mustangs getting here a night early. They're in the stands here tonight scoping out this one between Hastings and Dakota Westland. Here comes the 1-2 pitch now to Reed Stone. It's on the way by Patrick Wetland. That's going to be a called third strike, and the Broncos go down in order here in the first inning. Reed Stone strikes out. Hastings down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the top of the second with a score. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. March into savings to save big at Furniture Direct. Get an Ashley reclining sofa for only $4.99. You heard right, $4.99. Save big on closeout Beautyrest mattress sets with prices so low they won't let us tell you the price. Up to 24 months special financing, subject to credit approval. Hurry in now to the March into savings event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. 1230 KHAS. All right, no score between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. You're listening to Bronco Baseball here today on 1230 KHIS. Hastings losing the first game over doubleheader by a score of 7-4. to four. Now we're in inning number two of this nine-inning affair here tonight in game number two. It's going to be Jared Nealon coming to the plate first for the Tigers here in this inning. Zach Utek will follow him, and then we'll see Brandon Oropisa. He did a great job at third base for the Tigers in game number one. He'll come to the plate for the first time in this second ball game as a pitch is in there for a strike from Will Fry in the outside corner. Nothing and one to Jared Nealon. Nealon hit in the number five position in game number one. He's moved up to the number four spot in game number two. Nealon had a couple of base hits. In fact, a double and a triple in game number one. Scored two runs and two RBIs. 
walked once, and also flew out to the second baseman once. Thus, his promotion to the number four spot. He takes the pitch outside for a ball here. Now the count is hitting at two balls and one strike to Jared Nealon. He started the day with a batting average of 250 on the season. Will Fry looks in for the sign there from his new catcher, Eric Anderson, who's getting the job here in game number two as the next pitch can be fouled away. And Grant Krause did the catching chores in game number one. Eric Anderson, as they have the last uh, two or three years, will catch in game number two. So his eyes uh, will rotate behind the plate most of the season. Two balls and two strikes here with uh, nobody out in the second inning of play. There's a change up there. A called third strike in the outside corner. Nice pitch. That's the third straight strikeout now for Will Fry. Jared Nealon, he strikes out. Zach Utak coming into the plate next. He's the first baseman. So he sees with Will Fry on the bound with Eric Anderson behind the plate. Then you've got Reed Stone over there at third base. Brandon Newtrep at shortstop. Ty O'Brien is at second base. And Lucas Lynn Green is over there at uh, first base. On the outfield from left to right, you've got Ty Neal, Zach Peterson, and Luke Christensen. New right fielder for Hastings. After we had the little bobbler in the uh, seventh inning, and that's the first ball game, we get a new right fielder in Luke Christensen. Replacing uh, Bryce McMullen. There's a strike in there. It's one ball and one strike now to Zach Utech, number five hitter in the batting order. There's a swing and a miss there. And Zach falls behind the count of one ball and two strikes. So Will Fry looking good so far here for he sings. His record at two wins, one loss on the season, 5.46 as ERA. Rocks and fires again on this one-two pitch. That's going to be a check swing foul as it goes sailing over to the first base side out of play. And Fry was not expected to be a part of the pitching plans for Hastings here for the 2017 season, a transfer from Northern Colorado. I think he came here as a catcher, did some pitching while he was in Omaha in high school, and after the, the injuries that Hastings sustained earlier, they put him in action. There's a throw over to first base. That's going to be in time. Good throw there. By the Broncos, Brandon Newtrap, who came charging in from... Uh, Actually, Reed Stone made that play at third base. Reed Stone came in from third base on the grassy portion of the infield to uh, grab that one and get it over the first base to catch Zach Utech. Just a slow roller on the left side of the diamond. Grabbed there by Reed Stone. Both uh, Stone and Utrecht are there, but it was actually Stone who picks up the ball barehanded there and throws it over to first baseman Lucas Lindgreen to record the outs. So the first five guys that come to the plate here in this inning in this uh, ball game, game number two have been retired here by Will Fry and the Broncos. This is Oropisa up there now. Brandon Oropisa, he's the third baseman. He takes a strike there and he immediately falls behind the counter. No balls and two strikes. Oropisa had a single in the seventh inning of play to drive home a run there for the Tigers. There's a hard hit ball right back up to the middle. The shortstop, Utrep dies for it, but he can't come up with it. It goes into uh, center field. That's going to be a base hit there by Brandon Oropisa as he gets aboard here for the Tigers. That's the first base runner for DWU in the second ball game. So five straight hitters coming to the plate to begin the second half of the doubleheader. They go down until Brandon Oropisa singles up the middle. So the Tigers have the first base runner here 
in this uh, night cap. And now uh, Peyton Price will come to the plate next. He's the DH. Best from the left-hand side. Fry's pitch to the plate is going to be down low for a ball. That's one ball and no strikes. Price played in the first ball game as well. He was the DH. Same role. He was uh, two for four in that first ball game with a couple of RBIs on a couple of singles. There's a hard hit ball again toward left field, but that's going to curve over into foul territory. And the count is at one ball and one strike. Bryce started the day with a batting average of 286. And he had a couple of base hits in the opener. Also struck out once, and he flew out to center field in his four plate appearances. Hastings and Dakota Westland in game number two here tonight. Will Fry comes set, offers one of the plate. Fastball is going to be inside for a ball. And the count is sitting at two balls and one strike now to Peyton Price. Fry coming to the ball game and walked 21 guys, and he had struck out 22 guys. It is 29 and two-thirds innings pitched so far. Hastings now playing their 21st ball game of the season. There's a high fly ball out to Neal in left field. He settles under it, and anything is routine, anything but routine here, but Neal... Makes the catch out there in left field to end the inning. So Peyton Price, he gives it a ride, but ball is grabbed out there by Ty Neal out in left field to end the inning. So Dakota Wesley, and they score no runs on a base hit, no errors, and one runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the second inning with a score. Hastings nothing, and Dakota Wesley and nothing. I'll bet you never had flowers delivered by bicycle, but it happened better than 60 years ago when my dad, Bob Sass, started Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings in 1955. He knew then what we know now. It's important that you trust us delivering the beauty of flowers, whether it's get well, birthday, anniversary, or a message of love and comfort. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. Dad loved flowers. I loved my dad. It's important to us to continue what he began 60 years ago. Bob Sass Flowers, real people, real flowers, and real love. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Duncan Field. Bronco baseball action here today on 1230 KHIS. Hastings losing the opener 7-4 to the Tigers. Hastings now batting here in the bottom half of the second. This one's scheduled for nine in game number two here today. Zach Peterson, Ty Neal, Lucas Lynn Green, the scheduled hitters for Hastings here in this inning. And the Broncos went down in order in the first. So you got four, five, and six coming up here against the pitcher for Dakota Wesley, and that's Patrick Wedham. Right-handed thrower. There's a pitch to the play. He's going to be outside for a ball, and it's one and one now to Zach Peterson of Hastings. He's playing out in center field today for Hastings in game number two. That's where he played in game number one. He's got a batting average to start the day at 333. He was 0 for 2 in game number one. Flew out once, grounded out once, and he was beaten by a pitch. So Peterson waiting on the pitch now from Patrick Wenham. Patrick winds and delivers, and the right-hander gets one of the plate. He's going to be in there for a strike. One ball and two strikes now to uh, Zach Peterson. And keep our eyes on the NCAA basketball tournament for you. 
as they continue to play. They're in the uh, second half. Gonzaga has got the lead over Xavier. Round the score of 69 to 51. Got about to 10 minutes to play in that ball game. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. It's two balls and two strikes. So Gonzaga leading Xavier 69-51. Kansas and Oregon coming up in game number two tonight. There's a ball hit right by the third baseman. That's in the left field. That's a base hit there for Hastings. Banador, a piece of there at third. Nearly grabs that one for the Tigers. But what's sizzling on by his glove in the left field. Picked up out there by Jared Nealon. So Zach Peterson gets aboard here for Hastings with a base hit. Two left field. Now Ty Neal comes up there next. Neal is the left fielder. Neal played in that spot in game number one. Grounded out once, singled once, and was hit by a pitch. So Neal officially one for two in game number one. He started the day with a batting average of 217 for the Broncos. Hastings is a team with a team batting average to start the day of 297, but again, not a real good day offensively for Hastings in the openers. We Buster only six base hits off of the pitching staff for the Tigers. Throw over the first base that's not in time. Peterson is back in there. Or he sings and now takes his lead again. There's another ball hit on by the third baseman in the left field. It's going to roll down in the corner. Around the back at second on his way to third is going to be Peterson. Stop sign comes up in the second base for he sings. It's going to be Ty Neal. So the Ty Neal gets a uh, double down the line in the uh, left field as it rolls over in the corner. Zach Peterson is stopped there at third base by head coach Steve Sponberg. And now the Broncos have runners on at second and third base here in the second inning with nobody out. Broncos and Dakota Westland still scoreless in this second ball game. Lucas Lynn Green comes to the plate next. He's playing at first base for Hastings. Lynn Green started the day with a batting average of 305. He was 0 for 2 in game number one with a sacrifice in inning number six. Takes a big swing there and a swing and a miss. Lynn Green falls behind and no balls and one strike. Lynn Green, he struck out once in the first game. That was in the second inning. And he flew out to a right field in game, or actually in the inning number three. And had that sacrifice in the sixth inning. Here's the next pitch. A curveball is going to be in there for a strike. And Lynn Green... Balls behind now at no balls and two strikes. Nothing and two to Lucas Lindgreen as he steps in there from the right-hand side here for the Broncos. Here's Patrick's next throw. It's going to be up high around the eyeballs. And now it's one ball and two strikes to Lucas. Lindgreen is a senior from Sterling, Colorado. Came to Hastings via Northeastern Community College. Here comes the next pitch to him. It's going to be fouled back to the screen. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes now to Lynn Green. Nobody out here in the inning. Two runners on. Luke Christensen would be next. Then we'll see Drew McGee, who's going to be the uh, DH for Hastings in this second ball game. He would come up there next in the number eight spot. Patrick Wedham working from the stretch here. Looks at the runner at third, takes a breath, and here's the next pitch to the plate. He's be outside for a ball. Quickly returned there by the catcher, Hartman Katz. Two balls and two strikes now to the number six hitter in the batting order for Hastings, Lucas Lynn Green. Here comes the next one. Uh, took something off of that one and a swing and a miss, and he strikes out. Lucas strikes out for the second time here today, and that's his second strikeout in the ball game for Patrick Wenham now for Dakota Wesleyan. 
Coming up to the plate next, we're going to see uh, Luke Christensen, the next guy to come up there. Christensen, the uh, senior out of Davenport, Nebraska, of course went to high school at Bruning Davenport down there, so a local boy here. Strolls to the right-hand batter's box in the second inning. He takes a whack at the first pitch and fouls it away on the first base side. Nothing in one to Luke Christensen. He was a DH for Hastings in game number one. Luke is playing out in right field here in game number two. Christensen grounded out once, struck out once, and grounded out again. 0 for 3 in game number one. Started the day with a batting average of 362. Patrick Wedham comes set again. Looks at the runner at third. Fires one to the plate. Swing and a miss. Wedham with some good stuff there. No balls and two strikes now to Luke Christensen. But now uh, one man out here in this second inning of play. Broncos trying to grab the lead here. They had a, a deficit in the first ball game as Dakota Wesleyan scored three runs. In the second inning of play, but the Broncos came right back then and played four runs and had a 4-3 to three lead. Dakota Wesleyan ties it up in the fourth inning, and then he scored three in the seventh to win it. Hastings had two base runners in the bottom of the inning, but then hit him to a double play to end the ball game. One ball and two strikes here to Luke Christensen. Here's the next pitch, a swing and a miss, and he strikes out. Back-to-back strikeouts now for Patrick Wedham. He's now got three in the ball game. And now Drew McGee will come up to the plate next. Drew did not play in game number one. So this will be his first official lap bat today. Batting average of 268 on the season. McGee is 11 out of 41 from the plate. He's got a couple of doubles to his credit. He's got a home run. Four RBIs. 16 total bases here for Drew McGee. There's a check swing strike. There's nothing in one to Drew McGee. He has walked four times. He has struck out eight times so far this year. Just a little poke here. Would maybe uh, score a couple of runs for Hastings. Give us a lead here in the second ball game. No balls and one strike to McGee. Next pitch is going to be popped up. Popped up shallow left field. Coming over the left fielder. He's going to make the catch and the inning is over. Jared Nealon grabs it out there for Dakota Wesley. And so Drew McGee flies out to left to end the inning. So Hastings... Had a single and a double to start the inning, but then the next three guys are retired in the play. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left. We enter the third inning to score Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. You know Gary Michaels Clothiers sells quality men's clothing, sportswear, and tuxedo rentals for prom and weddings. But did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers also sells unique quality ladies' clothing from fine labels as Nick and Zoe, Sharon Young, True Lux, and Adventura? Did you know Gary Michaels has the second largest Brighton jewelry, handbag, and footwear department in Nebraska? Did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers offers professional fittings and alterations with tailors who have years of experience in same-day service? Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, back here at Duncan as we head to inning number three here tonight. This second game scheduled for nine. Dakota Wesleyan nothing, Hastings nothing. Broncos will take on Morningside in the Great Plains Athletic Conference tomorrow in another twin bill here at Duncan. One o'clock starting time. On the end of the pregame show with the coach tomorrow afternoon at 12.45 here on 12.30 KHIS. Will Fry comes back out for Hastings. He has allowed only one base hit so far in the first two innings. He has struck out three guys. We got uh, Hartman Katz, the number eight hitter in the batting order up here. The lead off the thirds. We'll have eight, nine, and one. To face uh, Will Fry here this inning. One ball and one strike now to Hartman Katz. Mike Johnson would be next. There's a swing and a miss there by Katz. Ball's behind a one ball and two strikes. Hartman did the catching in game number one. Singled once. Scored. Hit him to a double play and then he flew out to center field in his three trips to the plate in the first game. Next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball. His two balls and two strikes now to Hartman Katz. That's from the uh, right-hand side. Batting average to start today was at 290. Will Fry looking in for the sign from his catcher, Eric Anderson. Next pitch is on the way. Change up there. and a Good-looking pitch and a strikeout there as Hartman Katz just watches that baby go by and shakes his head and back to the first-base dugout. Nice pitch delivered up there by Will Fry. Strikeout victim number four in the ball game now. Now Mike Johnson will come to the plate next. Johnson is the center fielder here in game number two. He did not play in game number one. He's going to take a pitch there for a strike in the outside corner. Nothing in one. Check his numbers out for you. Johnson coming to the plate here for Dakota Wesleyan for the first time here today. So we can locate his numbers. May have not had an official at bat yet. As he takes a look at another pitch, it's going to be outside for a ball. One ball and one strike now to uh, Mike Johnson. The next one is going to be in there for another strike, and it's one ball and two strikes. Maybe that's why he's batting in a number nine position here today. Michael Johnson, senior from here on South Dakota. Here we go, batting average of 294. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and it's one and two. Two and two it should be. Getting the extra ball up there on the scoreboard. Johnson has played in uh, nine games so far this year. Well, there are 21 that they've played. He's got five base hits and 17 trips to the plate. And now he is retired here as he strikes out. So back-to-back strikeouts there by uh, Will Fry. Numbers four and five. So far in this ball game, and on top of the order, comes back out there. Tremaine Moore will come to the plate next. He grounded out to his second his first time up there. Tremaine Moore is their leading hitter on the team with a batting average of 429. The pitch is going to be down low for a ball. It's 1-0. As the evening progresses, these guys are putting on more and more clothing. It'll be a chilly one before we get out of here tonight, although we're looking to the National Weather Service. Lows are not expected to be uh, too much lower than what they are right now at 40 degrees. There's a high fly ball out toward the center field. Zach Peterson says, I'll 
Grab this one, he does. He moves over to the right center to grab it. Three up, three down again for Dakota Wesleyan here in the third inning of play. Will Fry has looked good through three. Dakota Wesleyan scores no runs on no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. Bottom of the third inning, the score, Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. 1230 KHAS. Hastings losing the first game here tonight to Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 7-4. We're in game number two right now. Hastings batting in the bottom half of the third inning. For your count, I think that's only two today. Only two trains by the old ballpark, which is well below average for this time of the year. Hastings will have numbers 9, 1, and 2 in the batting order to come on now to face Patrick Wetland. Here in this uh, third inning, this is Eric Anderson coming to the plate first. Anderson did not play in game number 1. He's the catcher here in game number 2. He's going to take a strike here in the count of sitting at one ball and one strike to Eric Anderson here for Hastings. Anderson's got a batting average of 231 so far this season. Next pitch is a slow tapper down the line at third base. If it stays fair, and it doesn't. If it stays fair, that would have been a base hit there for Anderson as he just got a little piece of that one as it goes trickling down the line at third base. It curves over there in the foul territory. Anderson comes back. Eric has got nine base hits in 39 trips to the plate so far this year. Of those nine hits, he's got three doubles to his credit. Five RBIs, 12 stolen bases. He has walked four times. He has struck out seven times. He's at the plate for the first time here in this twin bills. He's doing the catching chores here in the ninth cap. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. And now the count is at two balls, two strikes to Eric Anderson. Hastings had a couple of base runners in the second, did not score. Will Fry and the Broncos have moved down Dakota Wesleyan so far in the first three innings of play. Next pitch is going to be fouled down the right field side out of play. That remains at 2-2. In fact, Dakota Wesleyan has had only one base runner here in the first three innings. That was a single in the second inning. Will Fry has got five strikeouts so far for Hastings. Starting pitcher for the Broncos. Andrew Kuda took the loss for Hastings in game number one today. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out. There's a ball. Poke to the right side, could be trouble. Grabbed there by the first baseman. He throws it over to first, covering the bag. The pitcher, what him, and he makes the play. That was a good play there by Zach Udick. 
Had to go a long way to his right to uh, knock that baby down as he dies for it. Makes the uh, grab on the skin portion of the infield and had to get it back to a first base. Patrick Wenham over there covering the bag, the pitcher for Dakota Westland. So that one goes 3-1 in your books. To retire Eric Anderson. Ty O'Brien coming up there next for Hastings. O'Brien, he flew out to left field to begin this second half of the twin bill. Takes a whack at that one and a swing and a miss. No, he fouls it away officially, so it's no balls in one strike to Ty O'Brien. Hastings in their white baseball pants, their crimson tops here in this ball game today. They have the white sleeves on, most of them do. Some of them have uh, black sleeves on here as things start to cool down at Duncan. Lights are on for the first conference doubleheader of the season. Here comes the next pitch to the play. He's going to be down low for a ball. And Ty O'Brien now looking at the count of one ball and one strike. Hastings will play Morningside tomorrow. And then they'll face Doan on Tuesday night before going on the road for the first time in the conference uh, next weekend. They'll play at Northwestern and Dort next weekend. High fly ball out towards center, but drifting back to shortstop Waddle, and he makes the catch. So Ty O'Brien is going to fly out to the uh, shortstop officially. And that's going to bring up Brandon Utrep next. Utrep is a shortstop for Hastings. He flew out to center his first time up. Things start to cool down here tonight. The ball likely not to travel very far. Usually what happens when it's kind of cold like this, ball doesn't travel nearly as far as when we have nicer conditions. So this could turn into a pitcher's duel in a hurry. There's a bouncing ball to Waddle at shortstop. He gobbles it up and goes to first base. That's going to be in time. The inning is over again. Brandon Utrep is going to ground down to the shortstop. So three up, three down for Hastings here in the third. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the fourth inning with a score. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. NCAA basketball tournament. They're late in the ball game now. In fact, just under four minutes to go. In the first contest tonight, Gonzaga is leading Xavier by a score of 76-57. to So Gonzaga, number one seed, has got the lead over Xavier, 76-57. Oregon and Kansas coming up uh, in just a little bit. Hastings losing the first ball game here in college baseball, 7-4. No score here in game number two between Hastings and Dakota Westland. Northwestern, they won in the first game of their doubleheader today up in uh, Sioux City as they beat Briarcliff. They're playing the second ball game right now. So here comes a Dakota Westland up to the plate now against Hastings in inning number four. This is going to be uh, Landon 
Nugenbauer coming up there to begin the uh, fourth inning. He'll be followed up by Tyler Waddle and then uh, Jared Nealon. Zach Utech within coming to the plate. If one of those guys can get aboard. Will Fry comes uh, out there again for Hastings. Fry has allowed only one base hit here through the first three innings. He has struck out five. He's looked sharp here for Hastings so far in this ball game. Even on the count now with one ball and one strike. He just rears back and throws some smoke there. The plate that's going to miss. And the count is sitting at two balls and one strike now. To the number two hitter in the batting order. Or uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Nugent Bauer. Here's a Fry's next pitch to the play. He's going to be uh, swung on and missed. That was a low fastball down around the knees. He goes after it and misses. By the way, the uh, other ball game in the G-Pack has just been completed. It's a Briar Cliff beating Northwestern 9-5 to in the nightcap. So those two teams split their first uh, conference doubleheader of the season. With Northwestern winning the first game 9-6. to And the Chargers winning the second game by a score of 9-5. to 28 conference games this year. For the teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference beginning today. Three balls and two strikes. Next pitch is a called third strike. In fact, uh, Nugenbauer, he was on his way down to first base. He thought that maybe was a little bit too low. But the home plate umpire is not going to put up with that stuff here with this uh, cold conditions out there. He rings him up and a strike out there. Nugenbauer goes down. Strikeout number six in the ball game now for Will Fry. Tyler Waddle comes up there next. He was a strikeout victim in inning number one. Pops this one up on the first pitch. Going over to his right and grabbing it is going to be a uh, first baseman, Lynn Green, and he makes the catch. Tyler Waddle, one pitch, and he is retired on the play. A fly ball to the first baseman. And now Jared Nealon is up there next. He's the left fielder. He struck out in inning number two. Nealon, he was the hero in game number one. He's the guy who had the, the two-run double in the seventh inning that gave the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers... The advantage at 6-4. to four. Then he got the uh, third run on the RBI by Oro Pisa to drive home uh, Nealon to make it a 7-4 to four ball game. That was the, the final score. 7-4, to four, Tigers winning. There's the next pitch, a swing and a miss. There by Jared Nealon. Got on him, is now sitting at one ball and one strike. Nealon had a triple, flew out once, had a walk, and then a two-run double on the First ball game. Start of the day with a batting average of 250. Takes a whack at that one and he's swinging a foul tap right back into the glove of Anderson. One ball and two strikes. Will Fry, he's got a lot of velocity on his old pitches there. Throwing nothing but smoke here in this ball game so far through the first three and two thirds. Here comes the next pitch. A change up there that just misses. Good looking pitch that misses just high. And the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes. Two men out here in the fourth inning of play. Eric Anderson behind the plate. Fry on the mound. They're just kind of playing catch out there so far. Dakota Wesleyan with one base hit in this second ball game thus far. Neal Nealon takes a stroll around the right-hand batter's box and now re-enters. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be down low for a ball. Down three and two. We mentioned the Broncos' schedule for next week. Hastings High baseball team is going to be back at home. One of the very few home games they have this year. So they haven't had a chance to see the Tigers yet. Next Friday night, they'll be at home as they will take on Beatrice here. 
Here comes a 3-2 pitch. That's up high for a ball, and he walks him. That was close. But a base on ball is given up there. Nealon gets aboard. That's going to bring up Zach Utek next. If my memory serves me correct, that's going to be the first walk of the ball game. That is. First walk of the game given up by Will Fry. So now he's got six strikeouts. He's got one walk. Dakota Westland has their second base runner here in this second ball game. And now Zach Utek, or Utek coming up there next. And the pitcher will be outside for a ball. Want to know the count to Zach Utek. Utek grounded out once. Flew out once, flew out again, and reached out an error. That was in the seventh inning. There's a quick throw over to first base. A little token throw there by Fry. Diving back in there is going to be Jared Nealon. Again, Dakota Wesleyan doesn't run the base pads all that bunch. Coming in here, they were 13 out of 18 in stealing bases this year. Next pitch is a fastball that's going to be in there for a strike. One and one to count. They let their bats kind of do the talking here. Nealon is... One out of one in stealing bases this year. He takes a good lead down there right now at first base. Lucas Lynn Green will hold him on for Hastings. There goes the runner at first base. The pitch is outside. The throw down there is would have been in time, but it's mishandled there by Utrep at shortstop. I think that would have been an out down there, but the throw came down there right on the money by Eric Anderson, and Utrep goes down to grab it down around the about knee level on the sliding Jared Nealon, and it goes bouncing out of his glove. So officially a stolen base there by uh, Jared Nealon. They got their man on scoring position now in the fourth inning. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. And a swing and he fouled tap. So now the count is sitting at uh, two balls and two strikes here. Zach Udick, Brandon Oropisa will be next there for Dakota Wesley. He's just standing in the on-deck circle. But there's two men out here in the inning. Will Fry looks towards second. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be fouled away. First base side out of play. Count remains two balls, two strikes with two men out. Mount Marty of Midland. Morningside at Doan. Postponed today because of rain or wet conditions. Morningside has moved on to Hastings. They'll play the Broncos tomorrow. They're in the stands here tonight getting a first-hand look at the Broncos here today. Doesn't happen often. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. It's going to be swung on. Foul tap back into the screening here. And the count is at two balls and two strikes. One improvement over last season. We've got the light bulb replaced here in the broadcast booth at Duncan Field. So things are shaping up here for 2017. Lights are on here at Duncan. we got a light start. Four o'clock today instead of two. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be popped up first base side, and it's going to get out of play. Then Green was looking up there, but well out of play. The count remains at two balls and two strikes. You're listening to Bronco baseball coverage here today on 1230 KHIS and also online, www.hastingslink.com. Also available on your smartphone anywhere around the world. Dial up our app and listen anywhere you go. Bronco baseball all season long in 1230 KHS. There's a called third strike in the outside corner. Comes up with a little change up. And the Friars look good here in the first four innings of play as Utec, or Utec strikes out of the ball game. That's going to be the seventh strikeout for Will Fry. And the inning is over here for Dakota Wesleyan. No runs on no hits. There was uh, no errors and one runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. 
The score, it's Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, the basketball game has gone final if you're... Scanning the dial here tonight, Gonzaga has beaten Xavier by a score of 83-59. So Gonzaga, one of the number one seeds, will play in the, the final four next week. Gonzaga winners over Xavier today, a number 11 seed, 83-59. Oregon and Kansas will get started 7:49 tonight as their scheduled tip-off time. No score here in college baseball at Duncan Field. He sees in Dakota Wesleyan. There's a stone. Or rather, uh, for he sees this is a Reed Stone popping it up. Yeah, out to a center field. And can be grabbed out there by a center fielder easily. That's Mike Johnson. So Reed Stone, he flies out to center. And that's going to bring up a Zach Peterson next. Zach Peterson comes to the plate next. He had a single back there in the second inning of play. Zach is playing out in the center field for Hastings here in this ball game today. The pitch to him is going to be outside for a ball, so it's 0-0 here. Hastings has got two base hits in the ball game. Dakota Wesley has got one. Patrick Wedham throwing here for the Tigers. Will Fry is throwing for Hastings College. Next pitch is swung out and missed. Peterson now even on the count at one ball and one strike. Zach in the first ball game hit by a pitch. Grounded out once, flew out once. 0 for 2 officially. Started the day with a batting average of 3.33. Wenham looks in for the sign from his catcher, Katz. There's a curve ball that's going to be in there for a strike. One ball and two strikes now to Zach Peterson. Coming up there next for Hastings is going to be Ty Neal. Next pitch is on the way. It's going to be up high upstairs. Now two and two. Hastings went down in order in the first, went down in order in the third. Had a couple of base runners to begin this second inning of play, but then a couple of strikeouts and a flyout into the inning. Here comes the next pitch. It's a check swing, and now they look down at the base umpire. He says, no, he didn't go around with it. So the count is now full at three balls and two strikes. Nebraska winning the first game with their doubleheader today with Cal Poly, 6-5. to five. They're playing in the second ball game right now. You can catch the action over on ESPN 1550 KICS. Also got hockey going on tonight over on the Breeze, KOIQ 
There's a high fly ball out towards center field. Trying to chase it down is going to be more. And it's going to curve over into foul territory. And coming back, that was a hard hit ball by Zach Peterson. But just a few feet foul down the right field side. The guy remains at three balls and two strikes. Sioux Falls in town to take on Tri-City Storm tonight. That's over on the breeze. KOIQ 94.5. Oscar Baseball on 1550 KICS. You've got Bronco Baseball here. We've got you covered here tonight on 1230 KHIS. Three balls, two strikes, one man out. Heading number four here today. Hastings and Dakota Westland still scoreless. Wenham's next pitch is on the way. Another check swing and a strike there. Zach Peterson throws away the bat as if that was going to be a ball. And he has a couple of words with the home plate umpire who... Gives him that nasty little look as he heads back to the third base dugout. Zach Peterson is rung up on the play. That's going to be strikeout number four in the ball game now for Patrick Wedham. There's two men out now here in the fourth inning. And Ty Neal will come to the plate next. I think the guy is out there in blue about there long enough. You're going to have to swing the bat here to get a break. Ty Neal comes up there. He had a double back there in the second inning, so he's one for one so far here in this ball game. Had a base hit in the two trips to the plate in game number one. Was hit by a pitch in his three plate appearances there in that first ball game. There's the next pitch, a fastball that's going to miss by Wenham. And the count is now at two balls and no strikes here to Ty Neal. Lucas Lindgreen is... Standing with a bat in hand here in the on-deck circle for Hastings. Occupying the third-base dugout here tonight. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. So now Wedham has thrown three straight pitches outside the strike zone. And Ty Neal will dig back in here from the left-hand side. We'll see if Coach Sponberg will give him the green light here to try and get something going in this fourth inning. Two men out. Three balls, no strikes. Patrick Wedham looks in for the sign as he works from the stretch with nobody on the base pads and throws some smoke right down the pipe and the count is at three balls and one strike. Three and one the count now to Ty Neal. To go to Wesley and playing him pretty much uh, straight away here. Center fielder Johnson pulled around maybe a couple of steps to his left out there. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be outside for a ball and he walks him. Base on balls. Hastings has a base runner. Ty Neal heads down the bag at first base. That's going to be the first walk of the ball game given up there by Patrick Wedham. So he's got four strikeouts, one walk. Will Fry for Hastings. He's got six strikeouts and one walk. Other than that, not a whole lot of action. And the pitcher's duel so far, but that can change in a hurry. This one's scheduled for nine here tonight, the second game of the doubleheader. There's a throw in the first base. It's not in time. Diving back in there is Ty Neal. You wouldn't think either one of these pitchers this early in the season could go the uh, the distance, but they have looked good so far And what we have seen through the first four innings or so. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. That's a curveball. It's going to miss down low. And the count now is sitting at one ball and... No strikes to Lucas Lynn Green. He's batting in the number six position here in the second ball game. That's where he was in game number one. One for, actually it was 0 for 2 from the plate. Struck, uh, struck out once and flew out to right field and he laid down his sacrifice in his three plate appearances. Fouls away the next pitch. Back over our heads out of play. 
Counters at one ball and one strike. Lucas Lynn Green started the day with a batting average of 305. Hastings as a team was at 297. But they could muster only six base hits in the first ball game, losing by a score of 7 to 4 if you're just joining us. Patrick Wenham again comes set, looks at the runner at first base. There goes the runner at first base. It's a swing and a miss to throw down there. The tag made and an out down there at uh, second base. So Lynn Green, he swings and misses. That was a second strike, but then Ty Neal is thrown out of the play. Nice throw there by the catcher. Hartman Katz, as Hastings tests his arm, I think, for the first time here today. He is thrown out of the play. So we'll see uh, Lucas to lead off the, the fifth inning when the Broncos get back up to the plate here. Anyway, the inning is over for the Broncos here in the fourth. They score no runs on no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the fifth inning with a score. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesley at nothing. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners at Auto Insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting. Start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rippet, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. 12.30 KHAS. All right, we're back here, and there's a uh, base hit delivered right off the bat here for Dakota Wesley as they lead off the uh, fifth inning. Brandon Oropisa, he gets a base hit to the right side of the diamond there as that one sneaks in between the first baseman for Hastings, Lucas Lynn Green, and the second baseman, Ty O'Brien. That's only the uh, second base hit of the ball game for the Tigers of Dakota Wesley, so they got a man on. No score between Hastings and Dakota Wesley here in game number two. After Dakota Wesley had won the first ball game by a score of 7-4. to four. Nebraska playing the second half of the uh, doubleheader against the Cal Poly. Trying to get you an update on that ball game that's going on on the West Coast. After Hastings, or rather the uh, Huskers won the first ball game by a score of 6-5. to five. Last check, Nebraska had a 1-0 lead over Cal Poly in the uh, second ball game. He gets the action over on ESPN 1550 KICS. Hastings anticipating bunt here from uh, Peyton Price. Reed Stone is on the edge of the infield grass here. Will Fry working for the stretch. Base runner is on at first base. Here's a pitch to the play. It's going to be inside for a ball. Price is a big kid as he stands in there from the uh, left-hand side for the Tigers. Price listed at six foot five and a senior out of Norfolk. Playing for the Tigers up there in Mitchell, South Dakota. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. They, they bunt it out there. It's grabbed there by the pitcher. He throws it to first base. That's going to be in time. So the sacrifice works. 
They move the base runner along to second base. Price is thrown out on the play from the pitcher, Will Fry, to the first baseman, Lucas Lindgreen. And now uh, Hartman Katz is going to come to the plate next. He's the catcher. He struck out back there in inning number three. So now the Tigers, for the second straight inning, has got a runner on in scoring position. They got one to second base with two men out in the last inning but could not score. Now they've got a man at second base with one man out. As Katz takes a swing at that one and a swing and a miss. No balls and one strike to Katz. Doing the catching chores for the second straight ball game. One for three in game number one. Had a single, hit into a double play, and he flew out to center field. Next pitch is going to be outside and down low. One ball and one strike. Katz star of the day with a batting average of 290. Batting in the number eight position. Light shining brightly here at uh, Duncan Field in the first conference doubleheader of the season for Hastings College here this year. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. It's going to be up high outside, and now the count is in favor of the batter. Hartman Katz is sitting at two balls and one strike. Mike Johnson would be next, and we'll see Tremaine Moore at the top of the order here for the Tigers. Will Fry comes set. Next pitch is on the way. Hit toward third. Stone grabs it. Stone throws it to first base. That's going to be in time, and that's the second out. Reed Stone pretty solid there at third base for Hastings. Knock on wood, so to speak. Stone grabs that one. Gets it across the diamond to record the out. Now there's two men out. Two outs here in the fifth inning. This one's scheduled for nine here tonight. Game number two of the doubleheader. That's what they'll do on the weekend doubleheaders this year in the conference. Seven innings in the first game, nine in the second, unless the first game goes into extra innings and then the second game would go seven innings. There's a swing and a miss there by Mike Johnson. No balls in one strike. The conference games during the week, they're going to run the seven innings in the both contests. As they expand out their, their conference season this year to 28 games instead of 20. There's a swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes. So they're going to be playing more conference games this year. But basically in the same amount of time as we've been accustomed to the past couple of years. So Hastings is going to be very busy here the next seven days. They'll play 10 games in the conference in the next seven days. So a third of their conference season will be completed after seven days. There's a swing and a miss, and he strikes him out, and that ends the inning. So, again, Dakota Wesleyan threatens as they put a man on in scoring position at second base, but Will Fry collects strikeout number eight in the ball game. Now the inning is over again for DWU. They score no runs on a base hit, no errors, one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth with a score. Hastings nothing, and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Nebraska Danger leading the Colorado Crush at the end of the first quarter by a score of 21 to nothing. That's indoor football going on tonight up at the Heartland Events Center in the Grand Island. Tri-City Storm and the squad from Sioux Falls looks like they're tied up at one goal apiece after the first period in USHL hockey. At last check, we had Nebraska leading one to nothing over Cal Poly on the uh, West Coast. We're scoreless here between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. As Hastings will come to bat now here in the uh, fifth inning of play. So this is Lucas Lynn Green. He was up there. That he won and one count when he threw out Ty Neal trying to steal second base there to end the fourth inning. So Lucas Lynn Green gets to come back up here in the fifth. This one's scheduled for nine here tonight. Pitcher's duel so far between Will Fry of Hastings and this guy right here, Patrick Wedham. Next pitch is going to be outside. Ball gets away momentarily there from the catcher for DWU. That's Hartman Katz, but no hurt. Nobody on the base pads. They count two balls and one strike now to uh, Lucas Lynn Green. Here comes the next pitch. It's swung on and missed. Two and two the count. Hastings has six, seven, and eight in the batting order here. Lynn Green, Luke Christensen, Drew McGee, and then we'll see Eric Anderson if somebody can get on the base pads. Next pitch is going to be onside for a ball. Good grab there by Katz behind the plate. Down three balls and two strikes. But a lonely night for Hastings head coach Steve Sponberg over there at the third base. Nobody's got around to greet him yet over there. We're playing in the uh, fifth inning of play. Hastings did have one base runner to reach third. That was uh, Zach Peterson in the second. Other than that, nothing. There's a high fly ball out toward the right field. Moore looks up, and Moore is going to make the catch. Out there in right field to retire Lucas Lynn Green. He flies out to right field. That's going to bring up uh, Luke Christensen next. He's the right fielder for Hastings. Christensen, he struck out his first time up there in inning number two. Did not play in the first ball game for Hastings. I'll take that back. He was the DH. Did not play in the field in uh, game number one. Struck out once. Grounded out twice. 0 for 3 in the first half of the twin bill. 362 was his batting average to start the day. And now he takes a strike here. And it's no balls in one strike to Luke Christensen. Batting here in the fifth inning of play. Patrick Wenham looks in for the sign. He's got it. Now fires. It's going to be outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Hastings went down in order in the first inning. They had a single and a double in the second inning to lead things off, but then uh, couldn't score. A couple of strikeouts and a flyout to end the inning. Hastings went down in order in the third. 
Went down to, with only three batters coming into the plate in the fourth. They had a base on balls, but Ty Neal was caught stealing to end the inning, and now we're into the fifth inning, so not much offensively after Hastings had six base hits in the opener and lost by the score of 7-4. to four. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. It's on the way, and it's going to be fouled away. First base side, out of play. One ball, two strikes. Ball chasers getting rich here tonight at Duncan. Well, twin bill out here. Do it again tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Morningside in town to take on Hastings. 1 o'clock starting time. Next pitch is going to be outside for another ball. Now the count is even up with two balls and two strikes. 12.45 for the pregame show tomorrow afternoon here on 1230 KHAS. Tuesday night, weather permitting, it's Hastings and Doan here at Duncan. Beginning at 5 o'clock, 4.45 for the pregame show. Next pitch will be fouled back to the screen, and the count remains at two balls and two strikes. And now the home plate umpire is going to get a fresh load of baseballs from the ball boy over here on this uh, near side for Hastings, who pops out of the dugout. Two balls and two strikes. No threat of rain tomorrow. However, Tuesday, forecast calling for a good chance of rain. So we'll see if we can dodge some raindrops here the next couple of days. Two balls and two strikes. Next uh, pitch is going to be in there for a cold strike right at the knees. And down he goes, Luke Christensen, back to the third base dugout. He strikes out. Strikeout number five now in the ball game for Patrick Wenham. And the Hastings pitcher, Will Fry, has got seven strikeouts. Drew McGee now comes to the plate next. McGee, he flew out to left field back there in inning number two. So the pitcher is having great success here. McGee was up there in his second. Now we're into the fifth, and he finally returns to the batter's box here. Bats from the right-hand side. Again, he did not play in game number one. He's the DH here in the second one. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball, and Drew McGee gets ahead on the count at two balls and no strikes. McGee is a right-handed hitter here for Hastings. McGee has struck out eight times. He has walked four times so far this year. Patrick Wenham climbs back on top of the hill. So he looks in for the sign. He's in his windup. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be popped up again. First base side going over across the foul line is your first baseman, Udick, and he can't get to the ball. So a long strike. It's going to be two balls and one strike now to Drew McGee. If he can get aboard, we'll see the number nine hitter and Eric Anderson. Bronco Baseball here today on 1230 KHIS and also online www.hastingslink.com. Next pitch is on the way. Popped up again. First base side. Watches that one drift out of play. Now we'll roll the deuces. It's always a good sign. Two balls, two strikes, two men out. Drew McGee backs out of the batter's box and takes a look. A stone-faced Steve Sponberg down there in the third base coaching box. Not happy after the Broncos lost the opener 7-4, basically on a drop fly ball out in the right field. There's a high fly ball out toward right here, drifting back to second baseman. That's Nugent uh, Bauer, and he makes the catch, and the inning is over as Hastings again goes down in order here in the fifth inning of play. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the sixth with a score. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesley nothing. 
two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had it directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Hastings Challenge Baseball here today on 1230 KHAS. Hastings nothing, Dakota Wesleyan nothing. And now the uh, Tigers will get a chance here in the sixth inning of play. And Nebraska won their first ball game over Cal Poly 6-5. And now we see the Huskers are leading here in game number two. is 4 to nothing as Nebraska is out on top of the Mustangs. Again, the Huskers are on the radio tonight over on ESPN 1550 KICS. We've got Bronco baseball coverage here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings lost the opener by a score of 7-4. to but playing so well here in the uh, nightcap so far. There's a ground ball towards short. That's going to be fielded there by Utrep. He goes over to first base, and that pulls the first baseman, Lynn Green, off of the bag. And in there safely for uh, Dakota Wesleyan is going to be Tremaine Moore. So Moore leading off the uh, sixth inning of play. Hits that one right to Utrep at uh, shortstop, but his throw was to the outfield side of first base. It pulls... Lucas Lynn Green off of the bag over there. So that's going to be the first error of the ball game now. It goes on the Broncos' side of things. So Tremaine Moore, a dangerous guy on the base pads, is now on at first base. It's a pitcher's duel so far, but Dakota Wesley has got a man on at first base and a dangerous one in Tremaine Moore. The throw over there is not going to be in time, so a couple of throws by... Will Fry trying to keep more close. He is three for three, stealing bases so far. There's a ball hit right on by Reed Stone, who is playing in on the edge of the infield grass for Hastings. And a shot right on by his outstretched glove at third base. And uh, Landon Nugenbauer gets aboard here with a single. So now the Tigers have something going here in the sixth inning. Tyler Waddle will come to the plate next. Waddle so far today in this ball game is 0 for 2. Batting in the number three position. Waddle in the first game grounded out once. He struck out once. Had a single. And he reached on a fielder's choice and came around to score one of the three runs in the decisive seventh inning. There's an attempted bunt laid down. It's going to be a strike there as Waddle goes after it. And the count, no balls and one strike. So now you've got Nugenbauer down there at first base. You've got Tremaine Moore on his second base. He seems to play with the infield in again. Reed Stone is on the edge of the grass at third base. Lynn Green is sneaking in here from first base on the grass. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be popped up a mile high here. Grabbing the ball at second base is going to be Ty O'Brien, and he records the out. 
So Waddle flies out to the second baseman for the first out of the inning. And now Jared Nealon will come to the plate next. Nealon struck out in the second, had a base on balls in the fourth inning of play. In the first game, he had a triple and scored a run in the second inning. He flew out to the second baseman in inning number three, had a base on balls in the fifth, and he had a two-run double in the uh, seventh inning of play. He's the guy that gave the Tigers the lead after the teams fought to a 4-4 tie through six innings. He takes a whack there and fouls this one away. First base side out of play. So now Will Fry trying to shut the door on the Tigers here in this scoreless battle in the sixth inning. This one's scheduled for nine here tonight between the Tigers and the Broncos on a chilly night. Temperate right around 40 degrees with a northeast breeze blowing at about 10 miles per hour out toward right field here tonight. Next pitch by Fry is one of those change-ups that Sails up high this time. And the count is now sitting at one ball and one strike. Fry, the product out of uh, Omaha, came to Hastings via University of Northern Colorado. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be popped up first base side, giving chase, and it's going to get into the seats and beyond. One and two. And he came here not as a pitcher. I think they were going to use him as a catcher. That's what the coach told me earlier today. They're going to use him as a catcher. And then he sustained some injuries on the pitching staff. Some guys that weren't going to come back this year that we have lost for the season. So they moved things around. And Fry is now in the starting rotation here for Hastings. He was a pitcher in high school. Stepping out of the batter's box now is Jared Nealon. He'll get back in there. The count to him is at one ball and two strikes. One bat out here in the inning. Fry looks in for the sign from Eric Anderson. He's got it. Comes set. Fires to the plate. That's going to be outside for a ball. Two balls and two strikes. So despite the chilly weather, we've got a fairly decent crowd on hand here. We've lost a handful of people here since the first ball game. We've got a lot of people out there still hanging with us here. As this game gets into the sixth inning, there's a bouncing ball over the head. The fry is grabbed by Utrep. His throw to first base is not in time, and they're going to have the bases loaded. Utrep tried to tag out the runner going to second base. That was uh, Nugenbauer. He missed the tag there. Then he throws it to a first base, and that was not in time. So everybody is going to be safe here. And now Steve Sponberg is going to pop out of the dugout. And talk with the uh, base umpire there. Utrep was going toward his left, toward the bag at second base. He grabs it right in front of the bag and tried to backhand things and, and catch the runner coming to second base on the play. Evidently misses the tag down there. Then his throw to first base was not in time. So now the bases are loaded here for the Tigers in a big sixth inning with uh, one man out. So the conversation is going to continue out there. So this inning started with an error on Brandon Utrep. That gave uh, Tremaine Moore first base. Guggenbauer then had the uh, single. Tyler Waddle then flies out to second. And now Jared Nealon gets aboard. So now the bases are loaded here. And Steve Sponberg is going to Make his way back to the uh, third base dugout. He's been out there a couple of times today. Hasn't won any of his 
conversations to this point. So now this is a big part of the ball game right here in the sixth inning. Will Fry is going to throw a change up there to the plate of misses. One ball and no strikes. So Will Fry is in trouble in the first time here in this ball game. Eight strikeouts. Throws some smoke there. That's right down the pipe. One ball and one strike now to Zach Udick. Udick is the first baseman. He's 0 for 2 so far in this ball game. Udick with a chance to give his team the lead with the bases juiced and one man out here in the sixth. Here comes the next pitch. A swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. You get a strike out of here. And then you've got uh, Brendan Oral Pisa coming to the plate next. And you would have a force anywhere. Hopefully. One ball, two strikes. One man out here in the sixth. Here's the next pitch on the way. A cold third strike. Zach Unick goes down on a strikeout. Nine strikeouts in the ball game now for Will Fry. And now we got to worry about Brandon Oropisa. He comes to the plate next. Now he's got a couple of singles in this ballgame. Oropisa singled in the second, singled again in the fifth. He's a right-handed hitter. Oropisa had a double and a single in inning in the first ball game. He takes a strike there on the outside corner, nothing in one. So Oropisa has got four base hits already in the ballgame. A chance to do some major damage here. In the sixth inning, bases are loaded here for the Tigers. Will Fry comes set. Next pitch to the plate, swung on, hit hard, but that's going to be way, way over in the foul territory. Now no balls and two strikes. Way out in front of that one for uh, Brandon Oropisa. Will Fry climbs back under the top of the pitcher's mound here. Hastings will not hold on to those base runners at any of the bags. No balls, two strikes, two men out. Will Fry comes set. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. Eric Anderson set outside. It went right into his glove, but outside the strike zone. So he gets a piece of to maybe chase after one there. The count's still in favor of the Broncos and their pitcher, Will Fry. One ball, two strikes. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be down low. It just misses. It just misses. Two balls and two strikes now to the number six hitter in the batting order for Dakota Wesleyan. Brandon Oropisa. Peyton Price would be next. No score between the Tigers and the Broncos as we work into the sixth. Next pitch is going to be way outside for ball. And now we have to pay off pitch coming up here. Runners will be going on the pitch. This will look like a circus. This will look like a three-ring circus here. Three balls and two strikes. Two men out. Bases loaded up here. Will Fry looks in for the sign. Or a piece of trying to give the Tigers the lead here. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. It's on the way. The ball is going to be hit hard to center field. Backing up Peterson. Backing up Zach Peterson. And he makes the catch out there in center field. He gave that baby a ride, but Zach Peterson picks it up right off the crack of the back there, and Peterson grabs the ball out there in center field, and the Broncos survive the inning. Dakota Wesley, and they score no runs 
In the sixth inning of play, no runs on a couple of base hits, one error on Hastings, three runners left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth with a score, Hastings nothing, and Dakota Wesley at nothing. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Margin to savings to save big at Furniture Direct. Get an Ashley reclining sofa for only $4.99. You heard right, $4.99. Save big on closeout Beautyrest mattress sets with prices so low they won't let us tell you the price. Up to 24 months special financing, subject to credit approval. Hurry in now to the March of the Savings event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. 1230 KHAS. Nebraska continues to lead Cal Poly 5-1 is the score after Nebraska won the first ball game tonight 6-5. 5-1 Huskers leading the Mustangs of Cal Poly. Heading into the uh, sixth inning of play. So Hastings survives the sixth inning here. Dakota Wesleyan had the bases loaded. And Will Fry comes back and gets a Zach Udick to strike out. And a hard hit ball to center field was caught out there by Zach Peterson. They won the inning, so we're still scoreless. As we head into the bottom half of the sixth inning, Patrick Wedham continues to pitch out there for Dakota Wesley, and there's a ball hit to Waddle at shortstop, and he makes the throw over to first base. Eric Anderson, the catcher, grounding out there. Anderson now 0 for 2 in the ball game, and now the top of the order comes up there. Well, we saw one error in the first ball game tonight in the seventh inning. Opens the door for three runs. Tigers winning over Hastings by a score of 7-4, to four, and it looks like that's going to be a, just a break here and there, and this is the second ball game as we work into the Latter stages of this ball game could very well turn this thing. There's a strike delivered up there to Ty O'Brien on the outside corner. O'Brien so far is 0 for 2 in this ball game. He's flown out to the left field and he's popped one back to the shortstop in his two plate appearances here in this ball game. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be outside for a ball. Quickly returned by the catcher Hartman Katz. One ball and one strike now to Ty O'Brien. He started the day with a batting average of 286. He had a double. In fact, he had a couple of doubles in the first ball game, and the losing cons for Hastings had an RBI score to run. Also reached out an error and flew out to right field in his four plate appearances against the Tigers in game number one. Here's the next pitch. It's on the way. It's going to be popped up again, this time to uh, left field, backing up those as shortstop, and he will make the catch back there. That's Tyler Waddle, so he makes... They catch there. Two up, two down. That's going to bring up Brandon Utrep next. Utrep so far in this ball game, 0 for 2. Slowing out to center field. He's grounded out once. Utrep in the first ball game had a single. Reached on a base on balls once. He grounded out twice and scored a run. Brandon Utrep started the day with a batting average of 362. As he's going to take a strike there. No balls in one strike. 
In the NCAA basketball tournament tonight, Gonzaga beats Xavier 83-59. Second ball game is just underway. They're about uh, five minutes in. Oregon is leading Kansas by a score of 7-3. Here comes the 0-1 pitch now to U-Tramp. He goes after that one, and he's swinging a foul jump here. And the count, no balls and two strikes. In the G-Pack today, a lot of the action washed out because of the rainy conditions. One doubleheader was played. That was up in Sioux City. Northwestern won their first ball game over Briarcliff 9-6. But the Chargers come back to win the nightcap by a score of 9-5. So those two teams split their opening season conference doubleheader. Hastings will have Morningside, the preseason choice of the coaches to win the G-Pack title in here tomorrow afternoon for two games beginning... At 1 o'clock, there's another high fly ball out toward uh, second baseman. Dugenbauer, and he makes the catch out there. Two up, two down. We'll see how long these pitchers can go here tonight. Brandon Utrecht, he flies out to the second baseman. That's going to bring up Reed Stone. When we come back in the uh, next inning, that was the third out there for Hastings. And now we head to the seventh inning of play. Stone will lead things off at inning number seven. Six innings in the books tonight here at Duncan Field. We're still scoreless. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesleyan nothing. I'll bet you never had flowers delivered by bicycle, but it happened better than 60 years ago when my dad, Bob Sass, started Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings in 1955. He knew then what we know now. It's important that you trust us delivering the beauty of flowers, whether it's get well, birthday, anniversary, or a message of love and comfort. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. Dad loved flowers. I loved my dad. It's important to us to continue what he began 60 years ago. Bob Sass Flowers, real people, real flowers, and real love. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Duncan Field as we head to the 7th inning of play. This one's scheduled for 9 here tonight. There's a ball hit down the line at uh, first base. That's going to be in foul territory as the Tigers will lead things off here in the seventh. And have the bottom third of the order coming up there. That's Price, Katz, and Johnson. Then we'll see more if one of those guys gets the board. Will Fry continues to throw out there for Hastings College. He's got nine strikeouts, one walk. And he's given up only, uh, what, four big hits in the ball game. But Hastings has got only two hits. Two hits in this game. We had six in the first game. Both pitchers throwing well. Wolf Fry for Hastings and Patrick Wedham for the uh, Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. So no balls and two strikes here to Paxton Price, the DH. There's a ball that sails out wide for a ball and else one ball and two strikes. Dakota Wesleyan down in order in the first. One base runner in the second. Down in order in the third. One base runner in the fourth. The base runner in the fifth. There's a the ball hit towards second. Bobble there by O'Brien. He picks it up and throws it to first base. That's going to be in time. 
So a hard hit ball there to Ty O'Brien at second base. Bobbles it, but then stays after it and gets it over to Lucas Lindgreen to record the out. Price is retired in the play from second to first, and now Hartman Katz, the catcher coming up there next for DWU. He is 0 for 2 so far. In this ball game, he struck out in the third, grounded out in the fifth inning of play. The pitch by Fry is going to be up high for a ball, one ball and no strikes. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow, 1 o'clock starting time, 12.45 pregame here on 1230 KHIS. Next pitch is another fastball. It's going to be up high, two balls and no strikes. Hastings will have Monday off. They will play Doan on Tuesday, beginning at 5 here at Duncan. On the air at 4.45 for the pregame show here on 1230 KHIS. So six games in a couple of days here for the Broncos. Next pitch is swung on and missed. And the count is sitting at two balls and one strike. Hastings now 11-10 on the season after losing the opener to Dakota Wesley in this afternoon. 7-4, they were on the short end of things. Next pitch is going to be hit again toward right. That one's going to be well over in the foul territory and out of play. Two balls and two strikes now to Hartman Katz. To go to Wesleyan, that was their sixth win in the opener. They're now 6-10 on the season. More importantly, 1-0 in the conference. Here comes a 2-2 pitch. It's fouled back to the screen. They're still even at 2-2. Two two. Katz in the first ball game, he had a single. Hit him to a double play, flew out to center field. So he's one out of three in game number one today. Katz started the day with a batting average of 290. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be popped up again. And it's going to get out of play down the right field side. Dakota Wesleyan will stick around. They'll play at Doan tomorrow night. Actually, tomorrow afternoon. Morningside was supposed to play at Doan today. They did not. They move on to Hastings to play the Broncos tomorrow. Next pitch is a breaking pitch there. It stays out wide. Now the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes. That Morningside uh, did not play today at Doan. They decided to come to Hastings early. And they're in the stands here tonight watching this one. There's a ball that's going to be fouled off with a bat handle here of a Hartman Katz back to the screen. Three balls, two strikes. One man out for DWU as they work against Will Fry and Hastings in this pitcher's duel at Duncan Field as we have worked ourselves into the Seventh inning of play here tonight. Fry standing on top of the hill as he looks in for the sign from Eric Anderson. He's got it. Next pitch. Just misses outside. They thought it was like a check swing. They look down at the base umpire. He says no, and they award first base to uh, Hartman Katz. He gets a base on balls here, and now he's going to be run for down there. Coming in to run for him again is going to be Reed Harder. Harder, a five-foot, eight-inch freshman out of Cologne, South Dakota. So he is on the uh, base pads here. That's only the second walk given up there by Will Fry. So now he's got nine strikeouts. He's got two walks. And now I think we have a pinch hitter coming aboard here. Colton Boudreaux coming to the plate next year. For Dakota Westland, he will bat 
in this number uh, nine position. He's a right-handed hitter as he takes a look at his strike there, driving the knees, and it's no balls and one strike. So we're seeing him for the first time here tonight. He's got a batting average of 250 on the season. He's got six base hits and 24 trips to the plate. He has appeared in nine games so far this year with the Tigers. Just looking for a little punch here to get something going. Still 0-0 zero to zero is our score. We're in the seventh inning of play. Will Fry looks again. He fires it. It's going to be down low. Now the runner goes from first base. There's a throw down there by Anderson. It's not going to be in time. So the ball got away from uh, Eric Anderson behind the plate. It was off of his chest protector out in front of the plate. He goes down and pounces on it. Throws it down to second base. That's not in time. Harder is in there. And now Dakota Wesleyan has got a base runner on in scoring position here in this uh, seventh inning of play in a scoreless battle here with the Broncos. Next pitch by uh, Will Fry is going to be outside for a ball. That was two balls and one strike. Boudreaux's got, uh, what, one triple to his credit so far. He's got six base hits. He's got one triple. No homers. No RBIs. Here comes the 2-1 pitch. He's going to be outside for a ball. Now throw down to a second base nearly into the center field. Eric Anderson throws that one to the shortstop side of the bag there into the second base. Nearly threw it by him. Boudreaux's got to no walks, and he has struck out eight times so far this year for the Tigers in a pinch-hit roll here in this uh, seventh inning of play. The count to him is at three balls and one strike with one man out. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike right on the outside corner at the knees. And now the count is at three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count. One out. You've got the dangerous Tremaine Moore. Standing the on-deck circle here for the Tigers. Will Fry comes set, looks at the runner at second, offers one of the plates, swung on, and foul tap. The guy remains at three balls and uh, two strikes. To Boudreaux, pinch hitting here and hitting number seven for the Tigers. To go to Wesleyan, threatening the last inning. In fact, had the bases loaded with only one man out, but could not score. Zach Unick struck out. Brandon Oropisa flew out to deep center field for the third out of the inning. And now they're threatening again with a runner on down there at second base to count three balls and two strikes. One man out. Will Fry offers one of the plate. Fouled away again. Back out of the play. Back toward us. He gets into the parking lot. Three and two the count. Looks like the winds have picked up now a little bit, blowing out of the north to northeast. Flag out in center field is outstretched out there, blowing toward the uh, right field corner here. Three balls and two strikes with one man out. Next pitch to the plate. It comes inside. It, now they're going to say, did it hit him or what? Boudreaux was on his way down toward uh, first base. And now we got a conversation down here. It was fouled away, and it hit him in uh, outside the batter's box. I think they're going to rule him out. Coach is coming down from the first base box to discuss this. That would be the second out. As that was a uh, short conversation there. And that's going to bring up uh, Tremaine Moore. I think that's what happened. It 
There's a pitch that was fouled away in the right-hand batter's box, and it may have hit him outside the box, so he's officially out on the play. That's going to be two outs in the inning now. And Tremaine Moore comes up there next with a runner on at second base. And there's a strike delivered up there by Will Fry. So Will's trying to wiggle out of his uh, another jam here in the seventh inning of play. They're trying to get out of this thing with uh, no damage done. Moore, a dangerous hitter. He's their leading hitter on the team, hitting the clip of 429. Now Moore, he calls the uh, timeout here just as Will Fry was getting into his motion to deliver one to the plate. Now he comes set. Looks at the runner in second base. Delivers one. That's a base hit up through the middle. That's going to get into center field. That's going to score a run. Moore, round the bag at first. It's bobbled out there by Peterson. But Moore stays at first base, and that gives the Tigers the lead. A big hit there by uh, Moore as he singles to center field, drives home a run. And just like that, the Tigers are out on top of Hastings by the score of one to nothing in this ball game. And now Steve Sponberg pops out of the dugout here. Or he sings college. He's going to make his way out to the uh, pitcher's mound. Will Fry has went all the way here. He's gone to six and two-thirds at this point, but now they get to him with a run here in the uh, seventh inning of play. And the Bronco bats have not been uh, very active here tonight. You don't want to give the Tigers too much here. Hastings is down by a run now at one to nothing as they get the RBI single by Tremaine Moore, a very dangerous hitter there for Dakota Westland as he drives home a run. Again, he's their leading hitter on the team with a 429 batting average, and he delivers one up right there. That's his first base hit here in the second ball game. Coach is going to leave him out there. Will Fry will get the pitch to the next guy here, Landon Nugenbauer. Dugan Bauer, the second baseman. He's got one base hit and three trips to the plate. We're in the seventh inning of play. This one's scheduled for nine here tonight. There's a high fly ball on the very first pitch. Mile high. Drifting over to the foul line and grabbing that one is going to be Lynn Green. And the inning is over. Landon Dugan Bauer will fly out right at the foul line to the first baseman, Lucas Lynn Green. But damage has been done as Dakota Wesleyan scores one run in the seventh inning of play. One run on one hit. No errors on Hastings. And uh, nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the seventh with a score. Dakota Wesleyan one, Hastings nothing. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. You know Gary Michaels Clothiers sells quality men's clothing, sportswear, and tuxedo rentals for prom and weddings. But did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers also sells unique quality ladies' clothing from fine labels as Nick and Zoe, Sharon Young, True Lux, and Adventura? Did you know Gary Michaels has the second largest Brighton jewelry, handbag, and footwear department in Nebraska? Did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers offers professional fittings and alterations with tailors who have years of experience in same-day service? Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 KHAS. 
Tri-City Storm and Sioux Falls. They are tied up at two goals apiece over on the breeze. KOIQ 94.5. Nebraska continues to lead in their ball game. Out on the West Coast, 5-1. That game is over on ESPN 1550 KICS. We see the Nebraska Danger leading in their ball game 24-7 against the Colorado Crush there in the second quarter. Now it's 24-10 as the Crush have just scored up at the Heartland Events Center in Grand Island. And the score here is 1-0. Dakota Wesleyan with the lead in college baseball action over Hastings as the Tigers score a run in the last half of an inning. There's a ball hit right to the uh, second baseman. It's grabbed there. Reed Stone grounds out to Nugenbauer at second base. And that's going to bring up Zach Peterson next. Hastings got 3, 4, and 5 up here. In the uh, seventh inning. Again, in uh, basketball, you had Gonzaga beating Xavier earlier tonight by a score of 83 59. They're in the first half of the second ball game. Oregon continues to lead Kansas. Oregon 27, Kansas 23. They got six minutes to play in uh, the first half. There's a ball that's going to be popped up and it's going to be caught over there by the first baseman, Zach Udick. Peterson just got a little piece of that one. It didn't go very far as it's out here toward first base as Udick comes across the foul line to grab it out here in foul territory. So two up, two down here. Ty Neal will come up there next. The Tigers got the lead over Hastings 1-0 looking for a sweep here tonight. Patrick Wenham again will come set. And here comes the uh, next pitch. He's going to be in there for a strike around the knees. No balls and one strike. Wenham so far, he's got five strikeouts. Five strikeouts and a uh, walk so far in the ballgame. He's allowed only two base hits in the ballgame as he throws some smoke there. Right down the pipe, no balls and two strikes. For Patrick Wenham, so a guy who didn't have a whole lot of numbers coming into this ball game tonight. He's flat getting the job done here for DWU. No balls in two strikes. Next pitch is on the way and that one is going to just miss. One ball and two strikes. One walk for Patrick Wenham. He's gone all the way here for the Tigers in this ball game. As we have worked ourselves into the seventh inning. Next pitch is going to be Outside for a ball. Hartman Katz, he was uh, jumping around like a, you know what, behind the home plate there, ready to get this thing retired as he was heading back to the dugout. Home plate umpire says, nope. A little bit outside the strike zone here. Throw at least another pitch here. Two balls and two strikes to Ty Neal. Neal in the left-hand batter's box. Here comes the next pitch. That's going to be down low for a ball. That one's three balls and two strikes. Hastings has not had a runner past second base since inning number two. That runner is on at second and third in that inning. In fact, that's the only time we had a runner past first base here in this second ball game. Here comes a 3-2 pitch. It's on the way. It's going to be fouled back to the screen. God remains at three balls and two strikes to Ty Neal. Neal had a double back there in the second inning. Hastings had base runners on at first and second. Nobody out in the second, and then uh, didn't score. Since then, 
Not a whole lot of production out of our offense here. Got our only two base hits in one inning. Now the count is at three balls and two strikes. Two men out. One of them again comes set. Fires one to the plate. It's going to be outside for a ball. So after they thought they had him on a called third strike, now they lose him. Second walk of the ball game given up by Patrick Wedham. Now coming to the plate for Hastings. Uh, Hastings will be Lucas Lindgreen. Is the first baseman. He's 0 for 2 so far in this ball game. He has struck out once. He's flown out to right field once. Lucas in the first ball game also 0 for 2. Same thing. One strikeout and a fly out to right field. Also laid down a uh, sacrifice later on in the ball game. Quick throw to first base, not in time. Zach Udick applying the tag there on Ty Neal. You wouldn't think Hastings would be running here in this spot. Two men out, down by a run. One to nothing is the score. Another quick throw to first base. Ty Neal is back in there. Hastings stealing bases this year, 12 out of 18. Neal is two for two in swiping bases. Inches away from the back down there again. Good lead down there at first base. Stays put. Pitch to the plate. He's going to be in there for a strike of the inside corner. As now nothing and one to Lucas Lindgreen for Hastings College. Lucas, a senior from Sterling, Colorado. Came to us from uh, Northeastern Community College. There's a throw over to first base. That's not in time again. Back in there for Hastings will be Ty Neal. Steve Spottenberg down there in the third base coaching box, flashing the uh, signs down there. Travis McCarter down here in the first base bag, looking at his base runner. There's another throw in the first base. It's getting closer and closer. Neal is back in there. Count here at the plate. Lucas Lindgreen is looking at no balls and one strike. Bronco baseball action from 1230 KHS and online tonight at www.hastingslink.com. There's another throw in the first base. Not in time as uh, Patrick Wenham wants to keep him close down there. Two men out here in the inning. When Green is uh, anxiously waiting here. Don't forget about me. I'm here in the right-hand batter's box. No balls and one strike here. Wenham now backs off with the rubber. Now climbs back on top of the hill. They go to Wesley and scoring a run in the top of the seventh inning. Another throw over to first base, not in time. Not in time is back in there is a Ty Neal. Again, Wenham looking that way. Offers one of the plate this time. That ball is hit down to third base line, foul territory. And the count is now at no balls and two strikes to Lucas Lindgreen. They go to Wesleyan will play tomorrow at Doan. Hastings will get Morningside at 1 tomorrow afternoon on the air with the pregame show here on 1230 KHIS, 1245. Weather is supposed to be a whole lot better tomorrow. Attempts in the 60s. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. That one is going to be up high for a ball. Now it's one ball and two strikes to Lucas Lindgreen. You can see the breath of some of the players out there as attempt sticking around the upper 30s here as this one unfolds here tonight. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be on the way. It's going to be popped up. It's going to be on the first base side, and it's going to get out of play. Down toward the 
corner here on right field. Going back to first base is going to be Ty Neal. And the count now to Lucas Lynn Green will stay at no balls. Actually, one ball now it should be. One ball and two strikes. Dakota Wesleyan and Hastings battling here in the conference opener at Duncan Field. A lot of people sticking around for the conclusion of this one. Despite the chilly conditions and the windy conditions, here comes the next pitch. It's going to be outside for another ball. So Lynn Green's been up there a long time. Two balls, two strikes. Luke Christensen would be next, and we'll see a Drew McGee if Hastings can get something going here. And this is seventh inning. They're trailing by a score of one to nothing. The Broncos only with but two base hits so far in this ball game. Next pitch comes inside and a cold third strike in the inside corner and down we go in inning number seven. And Lucas can't believe that one. He strolls back to the uh, dugout here. So a long at bat there. And Lucas Lynn Green is called for a called third strike in the inside corner. And the Broncos score nothing here in the seventh. Hastings, they score no runs. No hits, no errors, one runner left on base. We go to the top of the eighth inning with a score. Dakota Wesleyan one, Hastings nothing. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. 12:30 KHAS. All right, Will Fry going to come back out for Hastings and throw here in inning number eight. Broncos are trailing in the ball game by a score of one to nothing after losing the opener seven to four here tonight. They go to Wesley up to the plate here. We're going to have three, four, and five coming up here. That's Tyler Waddle, Jared Nealon, and also Zach Utek or Udick. Coming up here in the eighth inning to face uh, Will Fry. One run into the seventh inning, and that's all either team has been able to get here in this ball game. Tyler Waddle is up there now. He's got a count of one ball and one strike here in the eighth. Coming up after the ball game tonight, we'll name our player of the game, or games in this instance, with the uh, doubleheader here tonight. Coach's postgame show all coming up before we get out of here tonight. Back here tomorrow afternoon at 1. It'll be uh, Hastings in Morningside tomorrow. 12.45 for the pregame show from 12.30 KHIS. One ball, two strikes here to Tyler Waddle. As he waits on uh, Will Fry as he gets the sign. And the next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. They count down two balls and two strikes. Tyler Waddle is still... Without a base hit here in game number one. He did have one hit in four trips to the plate in game number one. Here's the next pitch. Fouled back to the screen. And the count remains at two balls and two strikes. 
NCAA basketball, first half, two minutes and some change left. Oregon continues to lead Kansas by the score of 36-31. to Gonzaga, they won the first game tonight in college basketball over Xavier. There's the ball hit to a left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Picked up out there by Ty Neal for Hastings. Gets it back to the infield. So now Tyler Waddle gets a base hit. And now Steve Sponberg, I think, is going to make a pitching change here as he's going to stroll out to the uh, pitcher's mound. He's been out there a couple of times the last few innings. And uh, Will Fry may be replaced here in inning number eight as he gives up a base hit to uh, begin the inning. But this has been a great performance by uh, Will Fry. They got some relievers warming up down in the bullpen. And we're going to have a pitching change coming up here. So Will Fry is going to be knocked out after seven innings. So we're going to have a pitching change coming up here for Hastings College. We'll take a break. We're in the eighth inning. The score, it is Dakota Wesleyan one, Hastings nothing. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, pitching change here for Hastings. Xander Schmidt, the Hastings product. They'll be out there now. Xander, he's been injured a little bit here as of late, just now getting back into the swing of things here. Xander has pitched 12 innings so far this year for Hastings College. He is 2-0 and on the season. He's got one save. He's given up seven hits in 12 innings. One of those uh, runs, he's given up one run, and that run was uh, earned. Four base on balls, seven strikeouts. Team's batting 175 against him. ERA is at 0.75. So now Xander Schmidt, the former Hastings Five Points Bank product, is on the mound here for uh, Hastings College and trying to shut the door. They can ill afford to give up uh, any runs here in the final two innings of the offense, the way it's been sputtering here tonight against the pitcher for Dakota Wesley and Patrick Wedham. So Xander Schmidt will go to work, a right-handed thrower here. The first guy he'll face is Jared Nealon. Nealon has got his single and three trips to the plate so far. He's struck out once. He's reached on a base on balls. 
Man is down there at first base. That is Waddle. Takes his lead. Being held on there by Lucas Lindgreen. And there's the pitch to the play. It's going to be down low. Ball gets away momentarily from Eric Anderson, but the runner stays put at first base. So Fry, he goes uh, seven innings officially. Gives up five hits, one run. That run was earned. Two base on balls, ten strikeouts. As he is... uh, out of the ball game now. He throws 124 pitches in the ball game here tonight. So Fry, you know, a guy that was not expected to be really a, a starter or a thrower for Hastings here for the 2017 season. He goes out and throws 124 pitches tonight. Takes the Broncos into this uh, eighth inning now. And Xander Schmidt throws a strike there on a 3-0 pitch. Again, Jared Nealon just kind of throws the bat away. He was on his way down to first base. He'll retrieve that. And Nealon will come back to the right-hand batter's box. Nealon, and we'll see uh, Zach Udick. Hastings trying to wiggle the way out of another jam here. They go to Wesley and had the bases loaded in the sixth in the dot score. There's a the ball hit right back to Xander. He goes to second base for one. That's the first out over the first base. That's in time. A big double play turn there by Hastings. A tough one, too. Xander Schmidt snags that one on the pitcher's mound, quickly gets it over to second base. He gets the force out on Waddle, and then the relay throw is just in the nick of time over here to get Nealon at first. So a big double play there for Hastings, and now there's two men out and nobody on the base pads. That's the way you'd like to see it done. Zach Udick coming to the plate next. Udick grounded out. He is struck out. He is struck out. 0 for 3 here in this ball game. 1 to nothing is a score. Dakota Westland has got the lead over Hastings. But the Broncos trying to salvage at least a split out of this uh, season opening conference doubleheader tonight here at Duncan. Xander Schmidt will come set again, looking for the sign from Eric Anderson. He's got it. Here comes the pitch. It's going to get away from Anderson. Comes over here toward the first base dugout. No hurt. Nobody on the base pads right now. Thanks to the double play turn there by the Broncos. Two men out now here in the eighth inning. Here comes the next pitch. It's on the way. It's going to be hit toward third. Stone on a tough hop. Gets it over to first base. Nice stretch over there by Lynn Green. And they record the out. And Hastings gets out of the inning. No damage done after giving up the leadoff single to Tyler Waddle. Hastings gets the double play. Zach Udick is in throwing out from third to first, and the inning is over here for Dakota Wesleyan. They score no runs on a base hit, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning to score Dakota Wesleyan one, Hastings nothing. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. Play ball! 
Great fielding and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Veranall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, producer and engineer Jeff Wright, back here at Duncan Field here tonight. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan, second half of the doubleheader has been a, a good one here tonight. One to nothing is the score. Dakota Wesleyan has got the lead over Hastings as the Broncos bat here in the bottom half of the eighth inning. And uh, right now for the bat, Luke Christensen is hit by a pitch. Patrick Wedham continues to throw out there for uh, DWU as he hits his first batter of the faces here in this eighth inning. Luke Christensen is hit by a pitch there. That's the 94th pitch thrown by uh, Patrick Wedham so far in this ballgame. Now Hastings is going to put some speed on the base pads. Donato Santos coming into the ballgame to run for Hastings at first base. Santos, the uh, senior from Manitou Springs, Colorado. He's going to come out. He's just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's got some blazing speed down there as he's on the back now at uh, first base. Santos is two out of four in stealing bases this year. The Broncos are down by a run. Time running out. We're in the eighth inning. Santos is now aboard at uh, first base. Here's Drew McGee coming up there next. He squares around the butt. Now the ball gets away from the catcher. Katz and running down to second base is going to be Santos. So Drew McGee squaring around the butt. And the ball came in there. It was uh, outside the strike zone, so it's 1-0. But the catcher, Hartman Katz, could not handle the ball behind the plate. And a big break there for Hastings. As Santos is aboard now at second base. So now uh, McGee in this number eight spot. A little base hit can tie up the ball game. There's the next pitch. He goes after it again on a bunt and this time takes a strike. One ball and one strike to Drew McGee. We'll see Eric Anderson next. And then the Ty O'Brien, the top of the order. Hastings batting in the eighth inning. This one's scheduled for nine tonight. The Broncos have two base hits in the ball game. They are trailing in the contest by the score of one to nothing. Dakota Wesleyan scoring their run on an RBI single by Tremaine Moore in the uh, seventh inning. Wedham now wheels toward uh, second base. Diving back in there is going to be uh, Santos with no throw from Wedham. Patrick so far tonight has given up two hits, no runs. He's got two base on balls. He's got six strikeouts to his credit. Good night. Broncos have one double. On the evening. One ball and one strike here. Here's the next pitch by Wenham. Again, a bunt laid down out in front of the plate. A tough one is grabbed there. They go to the first base. That's going to be in time, but the sacrifice works. Santos moves over to a third base on the play. The catcher goes out there. Hartman Katz right in front of the plate to grab that one. Tough play as he gets it down to the first baseman, Udick. And now we've got uh, one man out. One man out, and Hastings has got a base runner on at third base in the form of Santos. 
At the plate, we've got Eric Anderson, the number nine hitter in the batting order for the Broncos. And now we're going to have a conversation on the mound here. So this one heading to the wire again. The last game went to the seventh inning before the Tigers scored three runs in the top of the seventh. They grabbed the lead seven to four. The Broncos had a couple of base runners on at the bottom half of the inning but could not score. So the Tigers win that one seven to four. And now we got a one to nothing ball game here as we are into the eighth inning. Hastings has a tying run down there just uh, 90 feet away at third base in the form of Santos. And Eric Anderson is at the plate here. He is 0 for 2 so far in this ball game. Anderson did not play in game number one. Eric Anderson is looking down toward third base, looking at the signs from head coach Steve Sponberg. Anderson is here at the plate now as he waits on the pitch from Wenham. There's a the ball hit toward third, fielded there. Runner stays at third base. The throw across the diamond is going to be in time. So Eric Anderson is retired in the play from third to first. Brandon Oropisa, who's done a great job down there for Dakota Wesleyan all night long, grabs that one on a couple of hops at third base. And now there's two men out. And now Ty O'Brien is going to come to the plate next. O'Brien is the leadoff hitter here in the batting order, but he's 0 for 3 so far in this ballgame. He's flown out three times. Twice to the shortstop, once to left field. There's a pitch to him. It's going to be outside for a ball. One ball and no strikes. So now Patrick Wenham and the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan trying to wiggle their way out of this eighth inning jam here. Hastings threatening. Santos standing down there at the third base for the Broncos. Next pitch is going to be swung out and foul tap back to the screen. One ball, one strike. Player of the game coming up after the broadcast here tonight or after the ball game. Our coaches post game show before we get out of here. Hastings in Morningside tomorrow at 1. 12.45 for the pregame show here on 12.30 KHIS. Might still be playing this one. One ball, one strike with two men out. Here comes the uh, next pitch. It's popped up out toward left field. Nealon looks up there. The shortstop off though, drifting back, and he makes the catch. Tyler Waddle makes the catch right in front of the left fielder, Jared Nealon, and the inning is over, so Hastings threatens there in the eighth, but they come up empty. Hastings, they score no runs, uh, no hits, no errors, and one runner left on base. We go to the ninth inning. With a score, Dakota Wesleyan won. Hastings nothing. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. March into savings to save big at Furniture Direct. Get an Ashley reclining sofa for only $4.99. You heard right, $4.99. Save big on closeout Beautyrest mattress sets with prices so low they won't let us tell you the price. Up to 24 months special financing, subject to credit approval. Hurry in now to the March of the Savings event at Furniture Direct, 930 South Burlington behind Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust, at 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. 1230 KHAS. 
Nebraska leading Cal Poly. Six to one. They're going into the bottom of the ninth inning out on the uh, West Coast. We see the Nebraska danger is out on top of the Colorado Crush. It is 24 to 10. That game is at halftime. Tri-City Storm tied up with Sioux Falls. They are at two goals apiece. Over on the Breeze, KOIQ 94.5. As we get started here in the ninth inning of play, Hastings trailing Dakota Wesleyan one to nothing. Trailing a one to nothing in that uh, ball game. Or in this ball game after losing the first one by the score of uh, seven to four. Tigers looking to go on the road here for the first conference game of the season or the first Conference doubleheader and uh, sweep the Broncos here. This would not be good for Hastings with Morningside coming in here tomorrow. Xander Schmidt is your pitcher out there now for Hastings on in relief. Uh, the starter for Hastings, that was Will Fry, who was bounced out of the first part of the eighth inning there after throwing 124 pitches. There's a ball rip foul on the third base side. And the count here to Brandon Oral Pisa is sitting at uh, one ball and two strikes. Brandon so far tonight here in this ball game, a couple of base hits and three trips to the plate. We'll have the players of the game coming up, then the coach's post-game show before we get out of here tonight. Next pitch is going to be out wide for a ball. And the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes. So two and two the count here as we go in the uh, ninth inning of play here tonight. Hastings will have one more shot. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. And now the count here to Brandon Oropisa is sitting at three balls and uh, two strikes. Three and two the count here. They go in the ninth inning of play tonight here at Duncan Field. Xander Schmidt, his next pitch is going to be outside, and he walks him. Xander again coming off of the, uh, the injured list. Is now getting uh, into form here. But he uh, walks a man here in the uh, ninth inning of play. So they're looking for a little insurance. And now here comes uh, Peyton Price up to the plate next. Now we're going to have a courtesy runner down there at the first base as well. For Opisa as they try to get some speed on the base pads and looking for that insurance run. I'm going to put a little guy out there as well. That's a... It'll be number one, Jared Zins. He played in the first ball game out in center field. Now he's going to run here in the uh, second ball game. Zins is down there at the first base, a five foot eight guy. This is going to be uh, Peyton Price to the plate. He's the DH. He's flown out to left field. He's grounded out once. He's laid down a sacrifice. There's a throw over the first base. Not in time. Zins is back in there. Yeah, Hastings. Can't afford to give up a run here in this uh, ninth inning. We got two base hits tonight. We've got one at bat left here in the bottom of the ninth. Xander Schmidt winds and delivers. Next pitch is going to be popped up out toward left field, giving chase, giving chase over toward the foul line. He can't get there. As Ty Neal gave it a shot out there, but couldn't come with it. They come down with it over there in foul territory. So the count is now at one ball and one strike here. Hastings in Morningside will go tomorrow. In one o'clock will be the first pitch. We'll be on there with a pregame show at 1245 on 1230 KHIS. 
Here's Xander Schmidt looking in again. Here goes the runner at first base, and the pitch can be fouled away. Over toward the first base side. The runner goes back at first. That's Zenz. Only one other doubleheader played tonight. Northwestern beat Briar Cliff by a score of 9-6. to Briarcliff winning in the second ball game, 9-5. Mount Marty at Midland. Morningside at Doan, postponed by Wet Grounds. And we got Hastings here losing to Dakota Wesleyan in the first game, 7-4. Now trailing 1-0 in the ninth cap. Now the banner for DWU backs out of the banner's box. That's uh, Peyton Price. The count to him is at one ball and two strikes. Still got some fans hanging around here at Duncan Field tonight, braving the uh, chilly weather. Next pitch is swung on and missed. And now they got the runner tied up between the first and second base. Getting back into first, though, is going to be Zins. So they get the strikeout on the Peyton Price as he goes after an outside pitch. That's the first strikeout of the ball game for Xander Schmidt. There's one man out. They had a runner about a quarter of the way toward the bag at second, but he got back in there as the throw came from a Brandon Utrep over to first base. So now there's one man out. One man out here in the ninth inning. This is uh, Hartman Katz coming to the plate next, and he fouls away the first pitch. No balls and one strike. Dakota Wesleyan will move on. They will play Doan tomorrow. The Great Plains Athletic Conference over at uh, Crete before heading home. One ball and no strikes is officially the count. It was not to foul away, just a mishandle there by the catcher, Eric Anderson. Next pitch is outside. Now the runner goes, and he's going to slide into second base safely. So the pitch was outside again. Anderson didn't have a tough time digging that one out of the dirt. Zanz ends up at uh, second base there. For Dakota Wesleyan. Against the uh, stolen base. Hartman Katz now has a count of two balls and no strikes here at the plate. He's a number eight hitter in the batting order. Xander's going to buckle down here. 2-0 and the count with one man out. Next pitch is going to be down low again. That was three balls and no strikes. Xander's a guy that's not going to blow a lot of pitches by opposing hitters. We saw in the past couple of years... But he played on the Legion level, and now he's been up here for a couple of years for head coach Steve Sponberg. So we've seen a lot of pitches thrown here by uh, Xander Schmidt over the years. Next pitch is way outside for a ball, and he walks him. So a hit batter, a strikeout, and a base on balls for Xander Schmidt here in this uh, ninth inning of play. Now runners are on at first and second base. And now uh, Reed Stone's going to come in from third base. And now here comes Steve Sponberg out of the dugout again. I thought this was going to be a short conference with maybe the uh, infield trying to calm uh, Xander Schmidt down. But now we've got to Steve Sponberg across the foul line here on third base. He's going to head to the pitcher's mound to talk with his pitcher, uh, Xander Schmidt, and the entire infield is in there now. And he sees down by a run. We're in the top half of the ninth inning. This would not be the way that the coach wanted to begin the conference season here. Getting swept by Dakota Wesleyan, but we still have a chance here in this ninth inning. But the Tigers put a lot of pressure on us with runners on at first and second base. One man out. We got to have a jam in the eighth inning after Dakota Wesleyan put their leadoff man on in the eighth. Hastings getting a double play and then getting a Utick to uh, ground out. 
the guy in the inning. And now we've got Dakota Wesson with runners on again at first and second base. One man out this time. And now the number nine hitter in the batting order coming up here for the Tigers. This is Mike Johnson. As he will come to the plate here in the uh, ninth inning. Pitch is going to be down low for a ball. Actually, this is uh, James Williams. James Williams is now at the plate here for Dakota Wesley. Now this uh, number nine position. He takes a whack in there and a swing and a miss and a throw down to second base. Not in time. Jens is back in there. So now we've got uh, Williams out there. He's a 266 hitter, actually 286. He's got two base hits and seven trips to the plate. As Williams is in there, is a pinch hit roll now here in the ninth inning, looking for a big base hit to give the Tigers a little cushion here in this final inning. They've got a one-run lead. Xander Smith's next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. Now Xander's in trouble with two balls and one strike. Two and one the count here. NCAA basketball tournament continues as we look in here. It's halftime. Oregon is out on top of Tom seated Kansas, 44-33. Here comes the next pitch, swung out and missed. And now the count is even up with two balls and two strikes. So Xander's got a final one right here. Two balls, two strikes, one man out. A couple of runners on here for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. who made the trip down from Mitchell, South Dakota. Xander Schmidt looks in for the sign from his catcher, Eric Anderson. He's got it here as he comes set. Looks to the runner at second base here. Xander's next pitch to the plate is swung on. Hit toward the center field going back. It's off of the glove of the second baseman for Hastings' Ty O'Brien. The runner kind of holds up and now a throw down at third base. They got him down there. Down the runner at second base. That was uh, Zen's. He kind of had to hold up there to see if that ball was going to be caught by Ty O'Brien at second base. It was just over his head. Zenz then took off for a third base, and Hastings throws him out down there at uh, third base. So they catch the uh, runner at third. That's the lead run. That's the second out. Now they've got runners on at first and second base, and two men out. And here comes a Tremaine Moore back to the plate here. Or Dakota Wesleyan. He's the guy that delivered up the uh, RBI single back there in the seventh to give the uh, Tigers the advantage here in the second ball game. He takes a strike here from Xander. No balls and one strike. So big play there for Hastings. It looked bad, but they recover and get the uh, out at third base. Tremaine Moore is behind in the count of no balls and one strike. Next pitch is some off-speed stuff that's in there for a strike. No balls and two strikes now to Tremaine Moore. Hastings trailing in the ball game by a score of one to nothing. We are in the ninth inning of play. Moore settles in here in the right-hand batter's box. Xander Smith comes set. Now a timeout called right at the last second here by Moore. Now Tremaine comes back in and taps the corner to the plate. Now he's ready to go again as... Xander Schmidt looks in for the sign. He's got it. 
Stops at his belt, looks at the runner at second base, throws one to the plate, ball's going to be popped up. Out toward uh, the center fielder for Hastings, drifting to his left and grabbing the ball. It's going to be Zach Peterson, and Hastings gets out of the inning. Tremaine Moore is going to fly out to Peterson out in center field. So the Broncos with one last chance here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Dakota Wesley, and they score no runs in the top of the ninth. No runs on no hits. No errors and a couple of runners left on base. A base on balls and a hip batter. But the Tigers can't do anything with it. We enter the bottom of the ninth with a score. Dakota Wesley in one. Hastings nothing. I'll bet you never had flowers delivered by bicycle, but it happened better than 60 years ago when my dad, Bob Sass, started Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings in 1955. He knew then what we know now. It's important that you trust us delivering the beauty of flowers, whether it's get well, birthday, anniversary, or a message of love and comfort. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. Dad loved flowers. I loved my dad. It's important to us to continue what he began 60 years ago. Bob Sass Flowers, real people, real flowers, and real love. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. All right, we're going to have a new pitcher out there for uh, Dakota Westland uh, trying to finish the Broncos off here in the ninth inning. The same guy that uh, closed out the first game. William Luchin is going to come back out here and throw for uh, the Tigers in this ninth inning of play. So Patrick Wenham, he goes eight innings tonight for Dakota Wesley. He throws 102 pitches, gives up two hits, no runs, had a couple of walks, and he struck out six. He has kept the Broncos at bay here in this ballgame. Dakota Wesley holding on to a one-to-nothing advantage in this ball game, and now uh, William Luchin is going to come back out and throw here for the uh, Tigers here in this inning. Luchin threw in the the first ball game. Let's see, he struck out a man. Man reached on an error. He gave up a base hit, and then a uh, double play. He faced uh, four guys in the first ball game, and now he's going to throw here to try to finish things off here. In this uh, ninth inning, Hastings needing some base runners and needing some base hits. Only two hits for Hastings so far in this ballgame. Brandon Utrep is the guy who will lead things off for Hastings. Needing one run to continue the ballgame. Two to one it here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Luchin winds and delivers. Next pitch is going to be up high for a ball. There's now one ball, one strike here to Brandon Utrep. Utrep 0 for 3 here in this second ballgame. Slowed out to center field. He is grounded out once, and he is flown out to a second base. Utrep had a base hit in the, the first ball game. But that was in the seventh inning. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball. It's two balls and one strike. So Brandon Utrep, then Reed Stone, then Zach Peterson. We got the meat of the order coming up here, two, three, and four. At the bottom of the ninth, there's the next pitch. going to be popped up first base side. It's going to get out of play. Giving chase there was a Zach Gudick, the first baseman. Players of the game coming up. We'll have our coaches post-game show before we get out of here. 
quick turnaround. We'll be back tomorrow. One o'clock starting time. First pitch, 12.45 for the pregame. The Bronco head coach, Steve Sponberg. Next pitch to the play is going to be up high for a ball. And that was three balls and two strikes. Let's see. We're gazing down at the bullpen for DWU. Nobody is up and throwing here in the ninth inning. So we'll see if they hang with the William Luchin to the end. Three balls and two strikes. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. Ball's going to be hit toward right field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Picked up there by Tremaine Moore. So Hastings has got the tying run on the base pads now in the form of Brandon Utrep. He singles to right field. So now Utrep is aboard at first. Reed Stone coming up there next for Hastings. Stone is the leading hitter for the Broncos, batting in the number three spot here. But Stone is 0 for 3. So far in this ball game, he has struck out once. He's flown out to center field, and he has grounded out once. Stone in the first ball game had a triple. He came home on a throwing error. Hit him to a double play, grounded out once, and he flew out once. One for four in the first ball game, one for three in the second. Or 0 for three here in the second game. Mitch is going to be way outside for a ball. One ball and no strikes. So Stone represents the uh, the winning run down there. Hastings trying to salvage a split here in this doubleheader with Dakota Westland to start off the uh, conference season here this year. There's the next pitch. It's going to be bunted out in front of the plate. It's fielded there. The throw down to first base. That's going to be in time, but the sacrifice works. Reed Stone is retired in the play. The catcher... Hartman Katz goes out in front of the plate to grab that one. He gets it down to uh, Unick at uh, first base. The sacrifice works. The base runner moves along to uh, second base on the play. That's a U-trap. And now we've got Zach Peterson coming up there next. Zach Peterson, he had a single back there in the second inning. He struck out in the fourth and fouled out in the seventh inning of play. One for three here in this ball game. The pitch comes to him. It's going to be a strike in the outside corner. Nothing and one to Zach Peterson. Peterson has a batting average to start the day of 333. He was 0 for 2 in the first ball game here this afternoon. Now the base pass being hit by a pitch. Next one is going to be inside. Nearly hit him again. Skips away from that one. And the count is at one ball and one strike. You're listening to Bronco Baseball here today. He sings losing the first game by a score of 7-4. to four. Trying to rally here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Trying to steal a win from a Dakota Wesleyan who has kept Hastings at bay. Only three base hits for Hastings so far here in the second ball game. Here comes the next pitch. He's going to be fouled back to the screen. There's one man out for Hastings here in this inning. And now the count here to Zach Peterson is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Ty Neal would be next, and then Lucas Lindgreen. If Hastings can get something going here, needing a, a run to continue this thing. Needing two runs to win it. Zach Peterson digs back in on the right-hand side. Here comes the 1-2 pitch now. It's on the way. It's going to be down low for a ball. Lugin misfires there. Two balls and two strikes now. Zach Peterson trying to get something done here for Hastings. Peterson's waiting on the uh, 2-2 pitch here. 
Here it comes. It's on the way. That's going to be popped up. Boy, that's a mile high. A lot of room over here in foul territory. Coming over, coming over, and not able to make the catch as a shortstop. Tyler Waddle, who was over here in foul territory, still had plenty of room, but that baby was a sky high that came down to the stratosphere. That one fell down to the turf as Waddle was unable to grab that one in foul territory. So the count is at two balls and two strikes. Peterson gets new life here. Peterson has walked 12 times so far this year. He has struck out 15 times. In fact, he leads the team in walks with 12. The count to him is at two balls and two strikes, and now he backs out of the batter's box just as the pitcher, William Luchin, a senior from Miller Place, New York, was in his preparation here to throw into the plate. Your base runner down there at second base is Brandon Utrep. Hastings down by a run. One to nothing is the score. Luchin again comes set. Looks at the runner at second base. Looks at the plate. Now throws one. It's going to be inside, down low for a ball. And now it's three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count here to our number four guy in the batting order, Zach Peterson. He backs out of the batter's box and takes a couple of practice swings. Now he's ready to go. Three balls, two strikes, one man out. Luchin's next pitch is going to be swung on. It's going to be foul territory. Right on by the third baseman down there, Brandon Oropisa. Three and two the count. Zach Peterson again backs out of the box, takes a look at head coach Steve Sponberg, looking on down there in the third base coaching box. He's got a base runner down there in second base. I would tie the game if we can get him home. Here's the next pitch. It's swung on again. Foul down the first base side. Zach Peterson. Hanging tough one there in the right-hand batter's box. You got to protect the plate here. Obviously with the two strikes on you. Guys in blue have been out there for a long time. Three balls and two strikes. Next pitch is a cold third strike. And Peterson was on his way down toward first base. And he's arguing with the home plate umpire here. And now uh, the guy behind the plate, home plate umpire, takes off his mask like he was going to maybe toss Peterson out of here, but it might not make too much difference. Now we've got Steve Sponberg coming down. He called third strike there on Peterson as he strikes out in the ball game. And now there's two men out. Like I said, you've got to protect the plate with two outs, especially in the ninth inning. Home plate umpires and the other umpires, they've been out there a long time as well. Not saying that that was out of the strike zone, but you can't let that happen. Now Ty Neal will come to the plate next. There's a fastball that misses outside. One ball and no strikes. Peterson had a good at-bat there. He fouled away a lot of pitches, but he let that one go by. And that was uh, too close. And they ring him up for a uh, strike. Here's the next pitch. He's going to be outside for a ball. Now it's two balls and no strikes. Hastings has got a base runner on at second base. That's Brandon Utrep. And now there's two men out here in the inning. Again, Hastings needs only one run here to uh, continue this ball game. And now they're going to put they're going to put Ty Neal on on an intentional walk. 
So he's down at the first base, really. The big run is down there at second base, but the winning run now is on the base pads. But now they got a force out at any base. This is Lucas Lindgreen coming to the plate next. So they put on Ty Neal down there at first, and now Hastings got runners on at first and second base. So the winning run is on the base pads. Lindgreen is at the plate now. He has struck out twice, uh, twice and he's flown out to right field. First pitch to him is going to be outside for a ball. So this one heading to the wire here tonight. We'll have our player of the game. And we'll have our coach's post-game show before we get out of here tonight. One ball and no strikes here to Lucas Lynn Green. And now uh, motioning towards second, but no throw there. William Luchin, the pitcher. Hangs on to the ball. Everybody is back to their respective bags. Utrep is on at second base. Ty Neal is on at first base. Lucas Lynn Green is at the plate here for Hastings. Luchin's next pitch is going to be in there for a strike right at the knees. One ball, one strike. Then Green from uh, Sterling, Colorado. Batting here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Runners on at first and second base with a score of one to nothing. Next pitch comes inside. Did it hit him? Yes, it did. Then Green is now hit by a pitch. And now the uh, head man for Dakota Wesleyan is going to make his way out to the pitcher's mound. Hastings all of a sudden has got the bases loaded here in the ninth inning. And Luke Christensen scheduled to come to the plate. He's not going to be out there. We're going to have a pinch hitter. Grant Krause is going to come out here for Hastings. Krause was the catcher in game number one. He's going to come out here with the bases loaded and two men out. Chance to be the hero. Kraus in the first ball game, 0 for 3. He grounded out once. He flew out to center field once, and he struck out once. Grant Kraus to the plate here for Hastings. Batting average on the season was 296. So Grant Kraus comes to the plate here with a chance to win it for Hastings. Krause, a junior from Castle Rock, Colorado. Not a very big guy. He's going to stand in the right-hand batter's box here against Luchin. There comes the pitch to him. It's going to be outside for a ball. Now remember, any pass ball here or anything will score the tying run down here at third base. Utrep is down there at third. The winning run is in the form of Ty Neal at second base. Lynn Green is on at first base. Here comes the pitch to the plate. That's going to be outside for a ball. Drew McGee would be next for Hastings. McGee is the DH here in this ball game. Two balls and no strikes here. William Luchin appeared in the first ball game, and now he's throwing here to try to finish things off. Next pitch is up high for a ball. And now the catcher, Hartman Katz, is going to go out and chat with his pitcher. So now it's three balls and no strikes. Two men out here in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Hastings is trailing by the score of one to nothing. Grant Kraus, a pinch hitter here for Hastings in the ninth inning. A poke to the outfield will win it for Hastings. 
Luchin looks in for the sign. Three balls and no strikes. He's in his windup. Here comes the pitch. Cold strike in the outside corner. Three and one. William Luchin again looking in for the sign here. Now it's three balls and one strike. Here comes the next pitch by Luchin. It's outside for a ball. He walks home a run. Walks home the tying run here in the ninth inning. Now there's two men out. He sees with a chance to win it. Ty Neal is down there at third base. Lynn Green is out at second. Really don't make any difference about Lynn Green. Krause is out at first base now. He's going to be run for. But that's not going to make any difference either. Here's Drew McGee. He's now at the plate with a chance to win it here for Hastings. McGee, he is 0 for 2 in this ballgame. He's flown out to left field, and he's popped one back to the second baseman. He laid down his sacrifice in the eighth inning of play. A little hit will win it here for Hastings. We're tied up a one run apiece in the ninth inning. And the pitch is going to be in there for a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one to Drew McGee. Drew did not play in game number one. Batting average on the season, 268. Next pitch, did it hit him? It was inside. Oh, yeah, that was close. Well, that would be a way to win the ball game. He had hit by a pitch in the ninth inning. Drew McGee just got away from that pitch. One ball, one strike. Two men out here in the bottom of the ninth. Next pitch is popped up. It's going to be over here in foul territory. Get out of here, it does. Drew McGee fouls away the pitch here on the first base side. Gets into the seats. Drew McGee wandering around down here in the third base, or I'd say the right-hand batter's box. The count to him is at one ball and two strikes. Bottom half of the ninth inning here tonight. We're tied up at a run apiece. He sings with the bases juiced. Here comes the next pitch by Luchin. It's on the way. High fastball and misses. Two balls and two strikes. So the fans that are still here getting into this thing now. Two balls and two strikes. Bottom of the ninth inning. Luchin again. Winds and delivers. Next pitch is on the way. Popped up again. First base side. And it's going to get out of play. Just anything to the outfield. Just a little poke. Ty Neal is down there at the third base. He represents the winning run. Hastings has come back to score a run here in the ninth inning to tie it up at a run apiece. Here comes the 2-2 pitch now from Luchin. It's on the way. Up high for a ball, and boy, that one was close. And now, three balls, two strikes, two men out. Runners will be going on the pitch here. Here comes the next pitch from William Luchin. If it's outside the strike zone, we win. There go the runners. There comes the pitch. It's inside, and Hastings is going to win the ball game. The pitch comes inside, and it got by, actually, the catcher, Hartman Katz, but it's not any, that'll make any difference. That was a walk, and they walk in the winning run here in the ninth inning as Ty Neal comes in to 
tap the plate, and Hastings scores two runs in the ninth inning to win it. They scored two runs on one base hit. And the Broncos come back to win the nightcap by a score of two to one. Hastings scores two runs on a base hit, no errors, and uh, three runners left on the base pads there in the ninth inning. But Hastings, wow, they get an RBI from Drew McGee as he walks in the winning run. Grant Krause, he gets an RBI as he walks in the tying run, and the Broncos come back to win at the salvage, the split tonight. After hitting only two base hits in the first eight innings, they come back to win it. Final score, 2-1. to one. As the Broncos win over Dakota Wesleyan, we'll come back with the final numbers after this. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. You know Gary Michaels Clothiers sells quality men's clothing, sportswear, and tuxedo rentals for prom and weddings. But did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers also sells unique quality ladies' clothing from fine labels as Nick and Zoe, Sharon Young, True Lux, and Adventura? Did you know Gary Michaels has the second largest Brighton jewelry, handbag, and footwear department in Nebraska? Did you know Gary Michaels Clothiers offers professional fittings and alterations with tailors who have years of experience in same-day service? Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 12:30 KHAS. So the Broncos win it here. The nightcap final score of two to one. Hastings splits with Dakota Wesleyan today. So the Broncos are now sitting at 12 wins and 10 losses on the season. One and one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan six and 11. They're now one and one in conference play. Hastings scoring two runs on one base hit in the uh, ninth inning, and they win it here tonight, two to one over the Tigers. Of Dakota Wesleyan, Hastings scoring two runs on three hits, no errors. They leave seven. Dakota Wesleyan, one run on six base hits, one error. They leave eight. Xander Schmidt will be credited with the win here tonight. He goes at two innings for Hastings, gives up no runs. He walked a couple of guys, struck out one. He faced, uh, well, he threw 30 total pitches in the ball game today. Again, uh, Will Fry was the starter. He went the first seven innings tonight through 124 pitches as he had gave up five hits and one run. That one was earned, two base on balls, and he recorded ten strikeouts in the ball game. Hastings scoring in the ninth inning two runs. They got a single from Brandon Utrep, a sacrifice, a strikeout from Zach Peterson, and then the things kind of exploded for uh, the Tigers. They walked a man, hit a man, walked another man, Broncos got the bases loaded. They walked in the tying run, walked in the uh, winning run as uh, Drew McGee and Grant Krause drawing walks there with the bases loaded. 
And the Broncos come back to, I think, shock the uh, Tigers here as Dakota Westland played well for the first uh, eight innings. And they win it by the score of 2-1 to one over uh, Dakota Westland here this evening. Hastings getting only three base hits in the ballgame. Ty Neal, Zach Peterson, Brandon Utrep with the uh, base hits for Hastings here in game number two. So the Broncos with a split over Dakota Westland. We've got the players of the game coming up next in the coaches' postgame show. You're listening to Bronco Baseball on 1230 KHAS. Bronco Play-By-Play has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. Stay tuned. The Bronco postgame shows are up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Our Bronco post-game coverage continues with the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Check us out online at HastingsTribune.com. So Hastings uh, wins the nightcap 2-1 over uh, Dakota Wesleyan tonight. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Again, Hastings losing the first game thanks to an error in the seventh inning, the final inning for Hastings. Opened a door as the Tigers scored three runs in the seventh to beat Hastings 7-4. In the opener, Broncos a little bit more productive in the first game. They had six base hits in the ball game. Ty O'Brien had a couple of base hits for Hastings. Brandon Utrep had a base hit. Reed Stone had a base hit. We see that Ty Neal also had a base hit. And uh, Bryce McBullen also had a uh, base hit there for Hastings College. The second ball game, only uh, three base hits. He had uh, Utrep with another one. Zach Peterson had one. And uh, the other base hit came from, uh, let's see, Ty Neal also had a uh, base hit. He had a great pitching performance out there from Will Fry, Xander Schmidt picking up the win in relief. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all of the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com. You will see some you like. To see those that run daily in the Hastings Tribune, call 462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our player of the game tonight is going to be the starting pitcher for Hastings in game number two here tonight, Will Fry. He goes seven innings for Hastings, throws 124 pitches in the ball game tonight. He gives up five hits, one run. That run was earned. He gave up two base on balls, and he had 10 strikeouts. Again, he faces uh, 30 guys in the ball game, 124 pitches tonight before uh, being replaced in the eighth inning by Xander Schmidt. Will Fry, our Player of the game tonight for Hastings as the Broncos salvage a split here with the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan, losing the first game 7-4, to winning the nightcap by a score of 2-1. to Will Fry, our player of the game tonight for the Broncos. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Baseball. The player of the game has been brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131. 
or online at HastingsTribune.com. Stay tuned. The Coach's Post Game Show is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show on 1230 KHAS. Now it's back to the Diamond to talk to the coach. Well, Hastings pulls out a win here in the night camp 2-1 over uh, Dakota Westland as Salvage just split with the Tigers as Travis McCarter, the assistant coach for Steve Sponberg, going to join us on the postgame show. And, Coach, if we're going to win a game, it might as well be like that, taking it right down to the, uh, the, the last at-bat there in the ninth inning. Yeah, I think if you're going to win a game as a fan, it's a nice game to win. As a coach, I'd rather win 10 nothing, but we'll take them any way we can get them. Let's uh, start with the second game, first of all. Uh, you guys absolutely nothing through uh, about eight innings of play, and then they uh, got some breaks there in the ninth. Yeah, definitely. We knew that was that uh, kid they had on the mound was going to be tough. He was a senior. He had a nice year last year. Um, his stuff was really good tonight. Fastball had a lot of life to it. Uh, breaking ball kept us off balance a little bit, and uh, he pitched a heck of a ball game, so you got to tip the cap to him. And then, um, you know, our guys came in there late at, at the end of the game there and, and didn't want to give up, so... Yeah, it was one to nothing going into uh, the ninth inning. You guys uh, wiggled your way out of some jams where they could have added some runs uh, uh, heading into the uh, ninth inning. You kept it off of the scoreboard. So when they come in for the, the final at-bat, do you still have a, a feeling that you could win this thing? Definitely. With our guys, we've got a lot of uh, good leaders in the dugout and uh, a lot of upperclassmen. And, you know, there's no quitting those guys. Uh, we've worked too hard to to give up on a game like that. Um, you know, I was surprised to see that th- with the guy on second, first base open, they decided to walk Ty Neal there. But, um, you know, uh, it turned out to be a good thing for us, so I'm glad they did. Yeah, the pitcher you saw in the ninth was the same guy you saw uh, in, in the first ball game. So a couple of guys may have got to, to see him. Is that good to, to see that guy uh, come back around? That's a really good point. I was super excited as a pitching coach. Uh, walking in from our bullpen to see that there's a new fresh arm out there and for it to be the guy that we've already seen. Uh, you know, I was surprised to see they didn't throw any breaking balls. In the warm-ups, he threw some really good breaking balls, and uh, his fastball was kind of flat, and it's tough to come in there cold the way he did and to fit, you know to spot up and do the things that are necessary to win a ball game. And, and our guys had a good approach every time they stepped into the box, and, uh, you know, that... That kid struggled when, in the biggest moment, and uh, it's a tough deal for him, but like I said, we'll take it. Yeah, we, we scored two runs on a base hit, a sacrifice, a strikeout, a walk, a hit batter, another walk, and another walk, and uh, we'll go home with a couple of runs. Huh? That, that's exactly it. I, I, I was pretty uh, happy to see that Coach had to take sign on, especially when that guy was missing. You know, the, when you talk about pitching, you talk about getting away with some misses, and uh, when you're throwing the strikes and – that kid was missing like crazy, and, you know, our guys had good approaches going up to the box, and, um, you know, he gave us a chance to win. You know, we, as a defense and as uh, if we're out there on defense, you want to make those guys earn it at the plate, and they didn't do that. They gave us some freebies, and, you know, there were, you could put anyone at the box at that point. If he's not going to throw strikes, it doesn't matter. 
Dakota Wesleyan had a chance to uh, maybe plate some runs. We were in a 0-0 ball game. They had the bases loaded in the sixth inning, and you guys somehow uh, tried to you wiggled out of that jam. You, you got in and out of some jams that your defense played pretty well in that second ball game. You're exactly right. I mean, we have some stellar defenders out there. You know, the left side of the infields, uh, three-year starters. Um, second baseman's a three-year starter. And uh, they did a fantastic job. I mean, Petey threw a guy out at third. Our center fielder threw a guy out at third base on a ball that was tipped by our second baseman with guys on first and second. That's a huge play. You know, if, if that ball gets away, it's a pretty wet conditions out there. He made sure the ball was down. He one-hopped it to the third baseman. Ridgestone did a fantastic job at that point to just smother the ball, catch it, and tag the guy out. And uh, you're, you know, hats off to our defense because you can't throw a you know, a two-to-one ball game without your defense doing their job. So uh, I was glad to see that that uh, we stepped up in those moments. Talk about Will Fry again. He throws 124 pitches in this uh, second ball game and records 10 strikeouts. Like I mentioned during the broadcast, a kid that was really not penciled in as a as a regular starter for you guys, but because of some injuries and stuff, you kind of move things around, and all of a sudden, hey, we, we might have a, a new stud out there on the mound. Huh? You know what? It's really funny you say that because I was walking in, and the guy that replaced him was Xander Schmidt. And if you remember three years ago when Xander came here as a freshman, you know what position he played? Catcher. And the, Will Fry came in as a catcher. And due to the injuries... Uh, we've put them both on the mound. They, they both understand how to pitch, and they compete their tails off. And there I was walking in from the bullpen. I was like, we're relying on two catchers on the mound <laughs> to get the job done for us. And they both did a fantastic job. And yeah, there's a reason why we went to those guys. They compete their tails off. Uh, they both have developed really good stuff. And, you know, they're both seniors. So we're going into this weekend. Coach was asking me, hey, who do we want to go with? And uh Without any doubt, you know, you go to those upperclassmen, those leaders that you got. Uh, we got some young arms that we really like that will go tomorrow that's got really good stuff. But, uh, you know, the guys we went with today, um, you know, you, you, can't, you can't go away from guys like that, you know, and, and you could see that. You know, Will doesn't throw a lot of junk at you. He says, here it is, and, and see what you can do with it, and uh, I'm going to outcompete you. So great game by him, and, and I'll certainly let him know that tonight. Xander Schmidt, he was kind of penciled in as a starter in one of the ball games for Tuesday against Dolan. I think uh, the coach told me earlier he throws 30 pitches tonight. Is that going to change anything now for uh, Tuesday as we look forward? Well, I don't know how many Dolan people are listening to us, but uh, none. <laughs> but um, you know, this is his bullpen day anyway, so he's going to throw 30 pitches in the bullpen to kind of get ready for his Tuesday start. So uh, we kind of knew that coming in. And that's another reason why we went to a Will Fry, because Will Fry is able to come back and do some relief work on Tuesday uh, as a starter. And, you know, we kind of switched things around. If, if you'd followed us throughout the year, our one through four were uh, a different series of guys. And, um, yeah, we were expecting uh, Xander Schmidt to come in here and, and close out this game in a situation exactly like that. And as you can see, he did his job. You know, he got a ball hit right back to him, although he didn't throw a strike to second base. Uh, he gave us a chance to get out of a double play there, and he gets out of that inning in the, uh, I believe it was the seventh inning. And, uh, you know, we got a guy on first base, zero, uh, zero outs, and he only throws eight pitches to get us out of that inning. So um, good job by him, and, and, yeah, we were expecting him to come in here and compete for us tonight. So as uh, happy as we are to uh, win this uh, second ball game, you got to be disappointed with the first one. We had to go in our way, and then, the boy, the, 
when you make mistakes in a conference game, uh, they, they kind of magnify. We had uh, one mistake, and that kind of opened up the, the door in the seventh inning as they scored three runs, and, and uh, we couldn't overcome that as we hit into a double play. Had the base runners on in the, uh, in the bottom of the seventh, but uh, hit into a double play to end the game. But like we said, those mistakes really kill you. Yeah, we had a mistake out in the, in the outfield in that situation with the game tied. Uh, it was the end of inning. Um, tough ball to come in on. Uh, you know, he's looking at the second baseman to see if he was going to make the play, and he's on a dead sprint. And, uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you're a young dad out there or you got some kids and uh, you're uh, trying to teach them how to play the game, a simple game of catch goes a long ways. There was a guy that just struggled to catch the ball. It's two-thirds of the game, remember. And, you know, a simple, simple game of catch gets us out of that inning. And, um, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't get it done there. And, and uh, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a kid that'll bounce back and do a lot of good things for us down the road. And I just told him that, hey, it's one of 28 games, and uh, it's going to sting for a little while, but uh, we've got to flush those things out, and it's got, not going to make or break a season. But uh, it was a, certainly a big play out there. And, um, like I said, simple game of catch right there. Um, you know, gets us out of that inning. So if you're a dad out there listening, you know, really focus in on what you're trying to do in those situations because uh, um, two-thirds of the game right there just playing catch with your kids. All right, as a quick turnaround, Morningside, the team that was picked by the league's coaches to, to win the conference title uh, this year, it comes in here, they, they got a a chance to see you guys tonight, kind of a rare opportunity. They were in the stands you tonight. noticed that, huh? Yeah, they, yeah. they were here Pretty in full force. Yeah. So uh, it, it's going to be a tough one tomorrow. This is a team that's uh, got a lot of things going their way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the conditions are going to be similar tomorrow, I think. Uh, it looks like it's getting pretty misty out there. So, uh, you know, early part of the game, probably ball is going to be a little wet. Hopefully if we, we're going to certainly hit the balls on the ground and not pop up as often as we did today. But they're going to be a tough team. Um, you know, I used to coach over there at Morningside, and I know Coach Trent really well. He does a nice job. Coach's son played for, you know, Morningside, and uh, we know those guys pretty well. And, and they're going to come in here ready to roll, and, but we're ready to go too. We've been looking forward to this for a long time. We knew they were on the first weekend of the year, and uh, we're excited to get them at home here because we're, we're ready to roll against those guys. Good to face them earlier in the year instead of uh, later on in the schedule. That's right. All we right. like to jump on those guys early. And, you know, um, We've got some guys that can that can go out there and get the job done. We're a different team than what we ha- have been in the past, and a lot of upperclassmen ready to roll. And uh, you know, we'll take anybody and everybody. If you're pick number one, we'd rather play you every weekend, anyways, just because we like the challenge. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Yep, Travis McConnor, he's the assistant coach for Steve Sponberg. Again, he's seeing splitting here. And I think the, that's as good as you can expect after uh, what we had going through uh, eight innings of the second ball game. Hastings comes back and scores two runs in the ninth inning as they beat Dakota Wesleyan here in game number two, two to one, losing the first one seven to four to the Tigers. So Hastings one and one in the conference will play again tomorrow. One o'clock will be the uh, starting time tomorrow, 12.45 for the pregame show here on 12.30 KHAS. That'll wrap things up from Duncan Field here tonight from my producer and engineer, Jeff Wright, back at the radio station. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Join us all season long for Bronco baseball coverage on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio.